So you you lost a gas can, is what you just said? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not. I didn't really lose it. It's just floating in my canal. You can see it, it. It's sealed up, though. It looks like a balloon from being out here. So it's not. It's not like it's leaking gas or anything in the canal. But <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's our little EPA. boat when we keep out here. That the water's so high, it's above the dock. Why is the water high? That we've had real, real, real strong south winds for the last few days. Oh. And so where we're at in the sound, so. If I was a little closer to the ocean, this would all be um, tide-driven, you know, where the tide comes in and out. Yeah. But we're back here far enough that the water's still brackish. Like, we can still get crabs and some stripers and some things that need salt, but it's it's real brackish. Um, and, and this is all wind-driven. So if the wind blows for a certain amount of time, then that's what affects our water up and down here. You know what happens over here when and the wind blows? <laughs> What's that? You got to get out a chainsaw and start cutting shit yeah. out of the ropes. Well, we had some storms come through last night that when I left out this morning, mm -hmm. there was two places coming here to work that I had to drive around trees. Hmm. And um, no, so we did, we got some terrible storms last night. That's what, matter of fact, Heather, she was a little grumpy this morning because she didn't sleep good. I slept through most of it, but the thunderstorms came in about, I don't know, 11 o'clock and they stayed for a couple hours and they were right vicious. The, the, the wind was blowing they said in excess of 50 knots, so you probably 60 miles an hour. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we don't see a ton of storms when we get a, a, a I mean, we'll get a storm once in a while, but a, a ton of it's mild. Like sometimes we'll get a, a, a snowstorm or something like that, and we'll see windstorms come through, and you know, but it's interesting. This year was bad though. Your snow up your way wasn't. I mean, our snow here sucked. Yeah, a lot of it. How much snow do you guys get, Billy? Uh, I can tell you, we get we get just enough snow to where if we get an inch, <laughs> it closes the world down around here. But it's horrible. I mean, it's, Dollar uh, General closes. <laughs> yeah, most of our snow, truthfully, we're so close to the coast that we might get six inches of snow, but typically it's gone three days later. You know, you yeah. our temperature—it's very rare, and it's happened. I mean, all the years of growing up here. Um, we've had snow for a week's time, maybe two or three times is all I can think of. But now we've, we, we get snow some years, we'll have three or four snow showers. Um, and then, like I said, it's nothing to get six or eight inches of snow here, but most of the time it's because of big fronts coming in. And then the next day it's, you know, 50 degrees. And it, so most of the time, if we do get snow, it's short lived. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And if it's not, oh, my God, the accidents and the roads around here, we don't have. I can remember one year it would snow. I was at my hunt club, and that's in Emporia, Virginia. so about two hours off the coast. Mm -hmm. And we we left Emporia. I, the roads were beautiful. And so you're going, and Emporia is a much smaller town with not a lot of money. And I'm going along about 60 miles an hour, and all of a sudden I hit Franklin, and I'm telling you right now, there was still an inch and a half of ice on the road. It was everything I could do. I don't know how I didn't wreck. So then I had to go from there. It, it did nothing but get worse the closer to home. So then you get to Chesapeake, which is a really big city here where we live at. And it was even worse. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that was the, the longest drive, which normally takes me two hours to get home, was about a four-hour trip. Mm. And uh, it's just because it's it's we just don't – they get just enough ice or they'll, they'll get uh, – They'll get salt on the roads here a little bit, 
Yeah. But they just don't have the equipment and the manpower. I mean, it's just because we just don't get it enough. So That's we're like just on a that. normal trip for me. Well, I want to go hunting this year with the snowmobile because it's snow. It's it's normally raining in town, and then I got to transition into snow in the mountains, and so you have this. You know, I mean, there's times that you know, and I'm I'm hauling a trailer and stuff through it. I'll tell you how much snow we get. Um, a buddy of ours closed his business down and he had a bunch of equipment out in a trailer and we were out there looking at it and it was all these goofy machines and it took me and Nick about 20 minutes and finally we looked one of them up to realize it was a snowblower. Oh, really? <laughs> we never even seen we never even seen a snowblower. We had no idea what the hell it was. And, and I don't think they had ever been used because Jeez. he had bought them. He was in landscape. So around here, it's, it's huge money. Yeah if you do because so few people do it so right. you know a lot of these guys can go out there and take care of parking lots and walkways and things like that and hell it's 300 dollars an hour yeah he's probably sitting in um, the corner there trying to read the owner's manual trying to figure out how to work that thing yeah out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know if the things are any good or not you know how it is something that doesn't get used for years sometimes it's worse than if the thing got used every day um but it did we we looked at it like and had had no clue so yeah we, we just don't get much Hey, Jason, looks like you got a tab open, another tab open for Riverside. You want to close that? Um, anyways, perfect, Billy. Well, we, we've uh, five minutes and we got to give your introduction. You, you, uh, you just took it away, man. We're just talking about snow. So we had to re-record oh. this. Billy, uh, Jason, okay. you hear, you, uh, you're good? I think so. Yeah, I had one open. Yeah. I got it closed now. All right, perfect. We've got we've got Billy Gray with Outdoor Dog Supply. We've got to um, I don't even know how we're going to do this, but we've we've decided to re-record. So we pulled we did a podcast um, earlier, and I pulled it, and I didn't have to. Nobody made me, but um, I think the the but. biggest way that I can explain it is is we do this podcast for our customers. You know what I mean? Like we. We, we're cool with our customers when we talk we're open with our customers and that i think this situation that we're in has just brought a lot more people into the room and um i think we hurt some feelings and i'm used to hurting yeah feelings, but um, yeah i was gonna say now i mean the, the feelings part hurts less than you know <laughs> and, and a lot of it is i mean both of us are frustrated yeah. we're you know, it's, it's, and so sometimes, you know, emotions come into it. And, you know, again, I think it was, I think some things were taken out of concept. Uh, yeah. And really what we were trying to do at the end of the day, our biggest goal was to let our customers know, Hey, look, we're here. We understand the frustration, the guys that got out there first. <laughs> um, you know, and I, at the end of the day, there's not much we can do about it until the things are corrected. Yeah. So, we're, so we're just, yeah. And so I, before we start, I wanted to play a little sound clip that I that I found on you know, when I woke up this morning. I was like, because oh, I've been reeling. It was, it was we pulled it within an hour, yeah, half, yeah, forty five minutes. Even. I mean, it was literally we pulled the podcast. It, it, it got some traction, and and so if you heard it, if you were one of the very few people that heard the podcast, especially if you're a customer, you I mean, I don't most of our customers would understand and they have a relationship with us. And so they understand what we're saying and they were joking and, and, but if you weren't a customer, if you don't have that personal relationship with us, um, I think you could take what we said aggressively and, 
and context. take it a way that we didn't intend it to be. And so for that's the reason why I, I decided to pull it because, because as I thought about it, I'm like, we recorded that talking to a select group of people and other people were in the room that in my opinion, maybe shouldn't have been in our, you know I mean? That wasn't, we, we didn't do that for them, but it is yeah, what it is. That was not the intention. Yeah. So well, the I got podcast. a little clip here. I'm going to play. I don't know if you see my Facebook page. This, I, I posted this morning. This kind of, <laughs> this little clip like spoke to me this morning. So I wanted to play it for everybody. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the TT 25 issue. And then we're going to put it aside and we're going to, we're going to have fun. And we're going to talk about W and, and outdoor dog supply and, and, and not stir in the drama. So here, here's the little recording. Yeah. Let's see if we can hear this really good. I, I'm not an audio guy, so if I if it messes up, don't don't burn me down. Knowledge is knowing that a tomato is classified as a fruit. Wisdom is knowing not to put it in a fruit salad. <laughs> you don't have to open your mouth and dump out everything that's going on in your brain. You don't have to tell people everything you know. You know, there's two sides of that calm thing. There's the people who stir things up around you. <laughs> but there's the times we go around and we, we tell tales and we agitate. Hey, I heard this. I heard this. Did you hear this? And they're stirring stuff up. Be that quiet man. Be that quiet man in the corner. All right? You got my favorite part say? coming up. That's oh, yeah. Good. My, my opinion is coming on this. Or properly corrective at the proper mind, proper time then say it otherwise be wise all right talking all the time about everything to everybody that's not a an indication of the wise okay so i seen that this morning and i was like man it was trying to speak to you wasn't it It was it was <laughs> tell me to shut the hell up is what it was. but uh you know what always remember this if you don't say anything, people don't know how you feel either. Yeah. And at the end of the day, always being the one to lay back. And like we've said, I think we've talked about it anybody else. We, me and him are very, very passionate about what we do. And we're not ones to just sit back and let things happen. I don't think either right. one of us would be in the position we're at today. I don't think either one of us would be where we're at today if we just sat back and didn't tell, speak our mind when we knew things were wrong yeah at the same time yes the, i think what that guy's trying to say is there's times that we also probably could be a little quieter yes and so the, the line in there that that really was like if if i was to write fight it said properly corrective at the proper mind and proper time then say it and so i think on friday we definitely wanted a corrective. Like we wanted to say what was going on, but I don't know that we were in the proper mind, meaning we were still hurt. We were still really mad. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and perhaps it wasn't the proper time. So that's kind of, if, if you were one of the very few people that heard it, there's nothing that I didn't say that I didn't feel nothing that you didn't say that you didn't feel. You know what I mean? Like, correct. And to we, our listener base, which yeah. is our customers, it's spot on. That's who we're doing this for, not the general public. Right, right. And so those yeah. people who are hurt because they didn't get, you know, they're on a wait list for TT25 callers. And because of this mistake, they are watching other people get callers. 
they're hurt and and they were probably at the proper time you know what i mean because they, they they were in the same emotion we were but other people that were coming in to this equation had a different story a different feeling they were in a different mindset and so there's there's several people who were taking those words that we said and we were joking about we were having a good time like i i i really you know i mean like i had no malice in what i was saying you know what i mean like we were joking <laughs> and it was it was talk that you know I mean, if, if you come around a campfire with me that's how i'm gonna talk like i'm not i'm not sugarcoating shit you know what i mean like that's we joke you know we talk about things that may not be appropriate all the time and uh anyways so that's kind of the mindset that i'm in right now when i want to record this um it's it's not that i am embarrassed for anything i i said or that i don't feel what i said it's that it may not have been the proper mindset and and so I don't know what your thoughts that's are. That's good. Really. I think that's enough. Yeah, yeah, that's enough of all. I mean, again, and I, I don't think that's what Buddy's trying to put is we're I'm not here apologizing for anything we did. Mm -hmm. But if it was misconcepted, we are apologizing for that. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, we're angry. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I'm probably still not at the right mindset, but I'm gonna grit my teeth on some of the things I feel for this one. That's uh, what Jason's here for. Know, Billy, Jason's Jason's got the please, button. Please, He's got please, the shock yeah. button today. He, he gave me the red card. <laughs> that's what yeah and, and and so it is i mean it's it's again the situation was very very and so and, and i guess for anybody and i don't know if it's explained this we'll just keep it really simple is there was a a mix up in the initial shipping out of tt25 collars and you know we feel we're pretty vested in them and so um it was a real bother being that we had hundreds of collars on back order for our customers and you know these are the guys that want it first they want to do testing they help us and all of that some and of so our best sending them out to customers. A bunch of smaller guys that hadn't sold any was the frustrating part and, yeah um and and, and, I, and I think that's where and i'll say so that well and billy and i'm gonna be honest hold on hold on hold on you, oh. uh, we, we gotta be careful um i'm, I'm sensitive Oh, when you say oh, they well, haven't not, sold yeah. any, we got to be, we got to clarify that. Okay. They didn't sell all of the ones they had coming. So, so you know what I mean? So to say they didn't sell any, someone's going to be like, well, I had pre-orders sold. Well, what, what we're saying is if it, you could send us a lot of callers and we wouldn't be, we wouldn't have the capacity to sell them on, on we, Facebook. We were just getting them out to our first, our, our, our first, you know, week and, and a half, two yes. weeks of orders. And so. So, so what people were seeing was is when when people were posting that they had them in stock and ready to to ship, that was what hurt us because we were like, really, like, why? And and I don't want to I don't want to keep on the subject too long, but <clears throat> you could send us almost as many as Garmin could send us, and we'd still be like, not enough, not enough. We need more. You know what I mean? We we got no, more I, customers. I, I've done the math. Me me and you could not have done it. Yeah. So, so that's, that's again, it, it's, um, and, and normally things have been better in the past on the part of, you know, they, they try to get stuff out for the volume of what somebody does yeah, yeah. and we'll just leave it at that. It, yep. It's good. So it's, uh, again, at the end, it's a big mistake. We're just going to be a nothing we can change with that. Like I said, we just hope everything will get fixed here soon and we're going to get all y'all straight. I promise. And you know, if there's any problem, if we have sold you collars and seasons are coming up or all that, uh, we're going to get you collars in your hand and get you through, and then we'll get you straight. But we're going to send this back. What's best. And we're so, we're going to do whatever we got to do to make sure you're taken care of. I promise. So for me, and the one thing, the one realization after I pulled it and I thought about it this week, weekend, you know, because I, 
I know a lot of, there's, there's plenty of people who just want me to push I mean, they, they love that I'm a firebrand. You know what I mean? Oh, buddy, he will, whatever. <laughs> you know? Oh, buddy <laughs> takes the heat off a lot of us a lot of times. So I can tell you, I'm not afraid to say what I'm, what I'm thinking. And there is times. Yeah. yeah well, thank God buddy did that. Not me. That's what yeah, I think. That's uh, I try being the it. number two you around here, man. Like, hey, I go, it's not that deep, buddy. It's not that deep. Just keep talking. Keep yeah. talking. Oh. And I'm, and I'm just, over here uh, having a guys, heart attack. Guys, I'm telling you, it feels kind of deep out here. It kind of feels deep when I look back. And deep and lonely. You just take one more step. I promise it'll get better. Yeah. Yes. With, with all the joking, uh, the one realization I came to this weekend, and, and I've told the people that I needed to tell this to, is I probably made the situation for Garmin worse. Right? Because... I was talking to an audience that I had a lot of trust with. And so, and they were hurt. I mean, I knew they were hurt. I felt them. I was hurt. And so when I talked that openly, it, it allowed other people to see our thoughts, raw emotion. You know what I mean? Like emotional thoughts, like not, not saying I'm crying, but I was upset. I was mad. And when you do that and you open the doors, and make it a public issue, it makes it very difficult for a company like Garmin to fix their problem, right? You know what I mean? Like it just, it complicates it on a different level. And so for that, I need to apologize because that wasn't my intention. My intention was to talk to my customers. You know what I mean? Like I, I wish it was one of those things where you could just close the door and be like, if you didn't buy a TT25 from us, get the hell out the door. Like I'm just talking to you guys that bought a TT25 from us. And that's not what this, unfortunately, that's not how it works in the world and Facebook and, and podcasts. So, Podcast world. So anyways, that's that's my piece on it. I'm not really good at apologizing, but I do need to own my own responsibility. And as I was thinking, I was like, you know what? I mean, that really makes it more difficult even for me to handle my customers because I need the trust of my customers. Like there's no question. But I've always said, I need Garmin to trust me too. Like I can't get you callers if Garmin doesn't trust me and, and I can't take care of customers. You know, so this being in the middle, sometimes we got to remember that we got to look up and we got we to have relationships going up, which is Garmin. And we work really hard on our relationships with Garmin, like really hard. And I also we have did. a good relationship with our customers. And it's, I work really hard on our relationship with our customers. And so... In this situation last week, I think I tilted a little bit on the customer side and I kind of forgot the balancing part that at the end of the day, I still need, um, I, I gotta be forgiving for Garmin. I gotta, you know, I'm, doesn't mean I'm not upset with the situation. Like I, I'm ready to fight for my customers, but it's going to be a lot easier to do it. That, that, that. This is where I'm gritting my teeth. Just, we're going to leave her there. <laughs> All right. Can, can so, I say my yeah. two cents? <laughs> Go ahead, Jason. Take it away. You got to change the subject really quick. Because oh, I feel yeah, like I'm How about here. we just yeah, close this one yeah, out? Yeah, y'all get yeah, That's what I'm. Uh, let's get back to happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. <laughs> Billy hit it right on the head. <laughs> if things were taken out of context, I will say, like, I'm sorry it went that way. Yeah. But the meaning behind that. Like, if anything, those customers listening, like Billy, your customers, our customers, 
there should be no question if they got to hear that podcast while it was up, you know, those few, like that should solidify like where, where we really stand. And it's for our, our customers because that's I where we default. You, my wife, my wife is the least hot headed of the two of us, obviously. And had <laughs> obviously. I listened to the entire thing, almost the entire thing before it got cut. And, uh, she, she literally said she heard nothing wrong. See, my mother I'm, I'm too afraid the to same send it to my wife. I'm, I'm going to be honest, Billy. I'm like too afraid <laughs> to send it to my wife. Okay. Cause she will tell me. And so, uh, it, yeah. <laughs> my mom was like, I thought it was fine. What was the problem? I said, well, some people took, it. I thought it was, it was good. It was to the point you talked about real stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. Well, it, it was. I mean, that's what we're doing in this. We're literally sitting there talking back and forth. And we were that then, like you said, the goal was to talk to our customers. And again, anybody that took anything out of misconcept, you know, and I mean, it's, you know, you got to remember me, me and buddy have both been from the bottom up, um, you know, and hell we might go to the bottom again, who knows, but the, uh, you know, at the end <laughs> of the day, fast. it was never meant to push to one person or another. No. It was just to say that, look, we've done a lot and we expected it. it this was just a real, kick um somewhere <coughs> we were and, hurt um, we were hurt i'm not gonna hurt, lie yeah. it was a mistake we definitely were were mad we were sad there was a ton of emotions last week and i'm just gonna leave it at i was not in the proper mind to give that corrective and i i did all right and i got a lot of positive feedback i mean i, I really got a ton of positive feedback because i stepped up and said something but there are people who were not in the same mindset and so it just wasn't a um it wasn't helpful and so that's where where i i step back and i'm like okay i want to be helpful you know what i mean like i i'm not afraid to I, i'm really not afraid of a fight i i enjoy a fight i enjoy a good fight <laughs> like sometimes i'm like yes this is fun that's more than which <laughs> right yeah exactly warren ranch i mean i got my my battles behind me this was just not one that i i I, I don't need to make a fight up. And, and I was starting to make a fight up on a mistake. There was an honest mistake. It was not intentional. And I need to have, I need to have a little more grace. So anyways, perfect. Anything perfect. else you need to say? Right. We need to roll off of this. That's it. I'm done. That's perfect. Done. Otherwise we're going to be back and record number three. Cause we, we, yeah, we suck at this. Just, hey, yeah. I tell you what, we don't have time Dang. to record three. We can't use. We're on limited podcast time <laughs> yeah. around here right now. I don't like doing podcasts anymore anyways. It's not fun. Like, oh, we'll get through this, this one. Fun. They'll start yeah, being fun Yeah, again. let's make it fun. Yeah, yeah. that's what... Uh, so, uh, I forgot what I... Let's see. Let's start. How, how many Bud Lights you drink last night? <laughs> Four. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. They're cheap beer. Come on, Billy. How many's Dan selling? So, people who don't know... Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. But this... If you are not a customer, okay, <laughs> this is the point where you leave the you leave our podcast. Exit stage right. Yeah, that's what. Uh, okay, if you if you were if you if you're this, this here, we're having a little fun with each other. Yes. If you're listening and you know who you're listening, you know who you are right now. I'm talking to you, okay? You in the back, right in the back. <laughs> I'm looking at you right now. I know who you are, okay? I've I've seen you on Facebook. You just friend requested me, like. You're looking, you have a motive, you need to leave. Just get out of the room. <laughs> Let us just have fun, okay? We said we're sorry. 
now we're just going to be ourselves and we're going to talk to our customers. So if, if you're not here, if you're here with an agenda, please leave. All right. <laughs> Billy, you can't talk like that before oh. they leave the door. Okay. We gotta... oh, they were, that, that, all that's going to do, they're calling everybody. They got, hey, you got to really listen to it now. They know. I'm like, uh, man. Oh. I feel like Billy should meet Dan. Yeah. Dan. So I got a, I got a buddy. Billy, I was I was saying I got a buddy who owns a bar, and uh, okay, when they when that happened, because he he went and pulled reports. He's like, and they don't sell a lot of Bud Light. They sell these IPAs and whatever. I don't I, I don't drink a ton, so I don't beer. know. But what, um, which I would expect there. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he was like, yeah, we sold like forty four the week before, thirty seven right the the week it happened or whatever you know what i mean because it was at the end of the week or whatever yep. and he goes and then we sold three <laughs> it was like a cliff that total dropped <laughs> off and uh like it's nothing God. i mean you know it, it, it just shows and i think a large percentage of our customer kind of falls that you know just in life in general people are tired of things being forced down their throat and so <laughs> yeah you know and I, and I think that's kind of where it is it's not uh there's nothing i mean i'm not gonna lie all i ever drank my whole life was i damn bud light natural light bush, bush light. light you know how hard that was uh you know how hard it was to go find something that uh could reiterate the taste buds <laughs> um, were you drinking bud light before that uh, oh yeah, yeah. It was pretty much Bud Light and Natural Light. I mean, all of them made by the same people. Oh really? God damn! I got in there. You, do you know how many beers they make when you get to the main company? Uh, most of them. It's most of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Dan was. My buddy Dan was saying. He goes, he goes, buddy. People are like researching this shit to figure yeah. out not only Bud Light but mix. I, I don't want to say the wrong beer because I don't know. Was it Mick? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Mickle Bolter. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's another big light beer that they own and. Um, oh my lord, it was uh the only ones I could find that Yingling Light is my go-to now if I can get it at the grocery store. And that's a longest American brewing company. Um, from what I understand, the owner doesn't give a shit either. He's one of them ones that you know what, he he he's it is what it is. And I mean what I, is you it? know, in that part I can stand for. Yeah. It's Yingling Light. Hmm. Look hmm. it up. The world's uh America's oldest brewery that's still owned by somebody in America. Yeah weird pretty cool so yeah beyond that that's my that's my go-to now and i i can i can drink a few of those and really enjoy them it's tough for us right because i, we're, I, I we're, expect a free case if anybody from england is listening to this <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you two addresses i'll get you two i'll get mine you can have mine billy because i don't drink very much all right, all right. i'll tell you if you drink one i think you'd like it <laughs> you once in once a year, maybe I'll have a, a one or you know, months twice a year. But, hey, what do you know? I normally I'll have a, a, a I don't. Uh, sorry, I just pulled it up. Like, yeah, oh, a little, some um, little stiffer. That's good. But that is twenty nine in the in the world we're in today, like in in our market especially, like the hound market. I can tell you that it's unlike any other business out there. You know what I mean? Like I look at other companies and you know whatever and, and they gotta watch their p's and q's and and for me i'm like i don't really care man my customers i trust my customers my customers trust me i don't have to pretend you know on these levels and that's kind of nice you know what i mean like but it also puts you in a bubble sometimes that you 
you forget that there's people outside your bubble that, <laughs> that you can't, can't do like what that, we man. do. Oh, there, 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 there's people always looking. And at the end of the day, it's amazing how many people don't have anything else to do but try to take you down yeah. or worried about what you're saying or what you think. And I mean, it's, you know, unfortunately, most of these are miserable people and they're miserable themselves and they, they work hard to make everybody else miserable. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, that's just that's just part. And, and fortunate for us, that's not our customer. Yeah. I mean, our customer, these are people that live every day. They do hard. They run dogs. And which typically I'll tell you anyways, people that own dogs, dog people are almost always a little bit different in themselves. I did dog fences for years. You know, I mean, yeah. it's it's a responsibility. It's something you giving up time and dinners and, you know, the puppy stuff and you're cleaning shit up off the floor. And unfortunately, not everybody can do that. And it's, uh, you know, but I, I couldn't even I've had dogs since, you know, they were licking me when I was born. And um, I've just always grown up. And then, of course, we got into the hunting dogs. I, oh, you want a good story. So this is how I got into hunting dogs. Well, one of the guys at our club had four or five little, they're beagles, but they were, everything here is really wet. So these are beagles that would get in the water, swim, you know, and they're little deer dogs. So, right. you know, they're like the 15, 16 inch. Yeah. And uh, so the guy had to get out of dogs and he was going to give them to somebody that I didn't think took care of his dogs like he should to begin with. And I, so I called my wife and I said, Hey, we're going to, we're, I said, I'm going to bring a couple of beagles home. I said, we're just going to keep them for a week or two and I'll put them on the fence out there. And well, let's see, that was about 20 something years ago. At one time I had 10 dogs on underground fence out in my yard. Uh, the, uh, it's, uh, and, and that's literally how I got into the sport. And I tell you right now, I wouldn't, you know, I still, I've got about Oh, we got about a dozen over in the pens. My daughter, Emmy, which y'all seen in some of the videos. I mean, she's got to where she pretty much takes care. I'm not going to lie to her. Probably more hers now than they're mine. And, um, you know, we just went to a trial this weekend and she took second place. And, you know, so it just, it's, it's something we've always done and wouldn't, I, I couldn't imagine living without it. It's a culture. Um, I mean, yeah. it's, it's yeah. really, it, you know, and, and we're kind of, we've been lucky and blessed that, we just, I mean, it's, it's a culture, it's a commodity. You know what I mean? I can, I'm not, I'm, I'm a pretty shy person. Normal. I'm, I'm an introvert. Yeah. You know, for yeah, the that's most what part. I get out of you. No. And, uh, yeah. You know, you wouldn't think so, but. Uh, <laughs> it's because he's done a million podcasts. He's getting good at it. You should see him in a room with a hundred people. <laughs> Did I? I don't like yeah. going and sitting on somebody's couch and talking to him. Like most of the time I'm like, whatever. I'm, I, I've had to for this business to be, you know what I mean? Because I, oh, I'm not afraid to to. It's a, it's a problem I have. I should probably get it fixed. <laughs> I say what I think, yeah, no. but, but I really, this, this dog culture, is really opening, and and it's something that I resonate with. You know what I mean? Like if you put me in any other situation, man, I'm I'm quiet. I'm shy. I I, I just don't. I don't really care to converse with a lot of people. You know, I don't want to talk about football, you know, all, all that stuff. I don't care about, you know, I, I just rather, but you put me in a room, put me with a beer and a couple hound guys. Dude, we got yeah. stories. We got laughs. We, you know what I mean? We can talk, we, we can connect. And it's that has been rapport. something that, that happened for me at least that, and I didn't realize it at the time, but I just like that culture. You know what I mean? I just like the good old boy. We're going to go out in the woods. We're going to go spend some time hunting and learning. And you got this dog and this, 
this project that you can kind of work on and man everybody's pretty low-key not everybody but most people are pretty low-key and and they can laugh at mistakes and you know what i mean like cause you're not going to be in this business if you don't learn how to handle mistakes you know it's different no uh, and, and it's true oh go ahead go ahead Oh, I was going to say, it's just, it's totally different because it's funny you say that. I just had this conversation with my wife the other night because I said, I don't know how things worked out the way they did. The reason I'm here today is I had a back injury working at, you know, a shop. And then next thing you know, me and Buddy are on the phone. And next thing you know, we're sitting on a bar stool somewhere. And now I'm here. I said, I don't know what I would do. Like, I don't know how I would reintroduce into civilian life will say you know because i'm so used to the hound market and it's such a genuine connection because we are a certain group of people like we all can find camaraderie somehow whether we think one's an idiot and one's not you know what i mean like we can be fighting yeah. tooth and nail but we all have that camaraderie and it's just an easy feel like they expect us to be honest and we get to be honest but it's a weird thing if you took us out and you put me in like any other environment, I wonder <laughs> I wonder how long I could hold that job down, you know. Not long for me, I can tell you that. I'm it, I'm, I'm not suitable yeah. for work anymore. But it's different because things what... work. <laughs> you know, we can connect with customers on different levels. We can do different things that people on the outside they're like, that won't work. Like, how are you gonna make a business selling dog collars? And then next thing you know, here you are. It's like, yeah, we're we're a little crazy, but so are a million other people out there that want to do business with us. Yeah. No, and it is, and it's, uh, and I still hear it all the time. I mean, it's, uh, but again, that's something that we've gotten very good at. And 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 maybe let me kick back to the the dealer thing. Also, you have to remember now. Me and Buddy are both much bigger online, and those are the things we do. We sell a lot, so. You know, you can order from us. It's going to get shipped out. It's uh, you're going to have it within a couple of days. And the customer that's got a smaller dealer down the road that's going to take care of them and help with warranty and all that, that's not the person that we go after anyway. Our customers are the ones. Not everybody has a supply right down the street. Not right. everybody has a supply. And so a lot of the customers don't have the luxury. Uh, you know, the closest place they have that sells anything is four hours away and they don't keep it in stock and they don't warranty anything or they don't know anything about it. And so, again, that's that's that is the difference. And so and we spend a lot of time and we try to give that small experience or that part of, hey, you can call, you know, me or Chad at the office or Buddy. Um, Jason, when you tell him to call Jason, okay, <laughs> don't, don't put my name in this. Hey, you want to know I a secret, go, Billy? Uh, Billy, I'm trying to get out of this gig. I'm, I'm going to tell Billy a secret. Oh, you, when I came yeah, to work you're here, you're trying to get out of it, but yeah, we're in this big podcast. I know. No, yeah, um, no, um. No, exactly. And, and even and it's it's much harder to get me at the office, too. I mean, at the end of the day, there's a reason we have a lot of employees and uh, we have people there for the service side. And, you know, it's once a business gets a certain size, there's so much in the background that people don't see. It's very hard to be able to answer calls and talk to the thousands of customers we have individually. And so, you know, yeah. it, it, we, we, we want you all to understand that. And if there really is something or there's a problem or that. You can always ask, and, and I will call you back. But it's still, you know, our goal is we have set it up like it is so that we have a good team to help take care of problems. That, I think sometimes people 
like there's a there's a thing that people want to root for the the underdog. You know what I mean? Like, and on some level, I think W, and I'm sure you guys get to the same point where where when you're the when you're the underdog, there's there's a select group of people who want want to root for that underdog. You know what I mean? And as we've grown, you know, it's like I I feel more people that want to. Uh, you, I don't want to say with the big dogs in the in the room, but sometimes you know, I mean, it's like like it, in the hound world, we're we're two of the the major names out there. You know what I mean? I, I think it's just I'm right. not trying to brag. I'm not trying to say anything. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, but I'm just saying like we we probably are the two large um, brands in the hound world. Um, it, well, we worked our we worked our asses off to be there yeah well yeah so you and know, so i think you, some people want to be against yeah and i think you know the, what i'm finding and not a ton but and and i have a responsibility in making sure this doesn't happen too so so how we act is the same and, and some of it's sometimes it's our problem sometimes it's it's customers but they kind of want to root for the underdog it's like oh no you're the big guy blah, blah. and it's like dude we started from the garage you know what i mean we started when we would ship out two or three orders a day. And we were looking at those orders like, holy cow, we sold three. We, we sold three we systems did. Today. I can still remember the day we sold three dog collars. I mean, these weren't, mm -hmm. these weren't, you know, these weren't, we had sold three. And you know what? That was something at the time we were doing underground fencing, you know, so we were a huge service oriented customer and dogs already. And I'm like, we started looking and we're like, you know, we looked at eBay and, we're like, well, shit, we can put some of these things on there and make a little bit of extra money. And that yeah. is literally how it started. And the day we sold three, I said, oh, my God, babe, we made an extra 20 bucks today. Uh, and we didn't do nothing but ship three little envelopes out. We're going and to we Sizzler tonight. We're going to take you out to Sizzler, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I still don't think that'll pay for the Sizzler. But um, <laughs> it is. We were. It was extremely exciting. You know what? That was an extra little bit of income that wasn't going to take any time out of what we were already doing. And yeah. it, it was really just, and then it got to where, you know, everything started, you know, once we, once we got into the garment equipment and we started selling that and, you know, next thing you know, I, you know, we were, we, we had a little separate building out in front of the house that we had everything organized. And I was, one of the things I did in the last podcast is the first hunting season that we were in business. My yard looked like it, it was destroyed from one end to the other. We had a real long drive and you could park between the trees. Right. And at one time I can remember going out there and there, there's 10 cars out parked all up in the front. And you're like, oh my Lord, boy, the city is going to be uh <laughs> and the UPS guy. And of course, all of that. And we, we realized really quick that that was when we had to get out of there. And, you know, that was when we actually got into more of a retail location um, but we were servicing and it, it, you know, and, and, and then we got onto the online part and we just really grew from there. That was where we started in the beginning. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's interesting. Like for my, for me, um, when I quit my job at Intel, which, you know, I, I worked at Intel for 13 and nine months. And the only reason I know it's 13 and nine months is because every seven years you get a sabbatical. And I remember quitting my job at Intel and I quit it like four months before my sabbatical. So if I would have just stayed an extra four months, I'd have got, I think eight weeks off paid. But number one, my wife was done. Like she was, we had two kids and we just had our second kid and, and Young she was kids. having, there was starting to be enough phone calls that were coming in that 
she was having to lock a kid in the bedroom because he was throwing a fit and she's trying to handle a, a customer and thank goodness our, our customers are so gracious you know what i mean like they our customers are the best like there's oh. there's nothing like they understand and Dude, so they weren't upset sure. at her but she was she was you know self-conscious about that you know number one she didn't like locking the kid you know kid just throwing a fit so she could take this phone call for money i mean she, you know that makes you feel horrible it's sure like, oh, i got this kid right. i can't take it but i need to make this sell and and anyways i mean she came that night she's like you either got to quit intel or we got to quit w you know what i mean it was it was that much of a there's one thing i can tell you about my wife is she she's principled <laughs> you know what i mean like if, if she don't care yeah. about um the whatever that money or you know those types of things don't impress her and and she was she was just honest she's like i'm not doing this like this is not worth it for me she goes you make a decision you either you either choose intel or you choose w but we can't do both and thank Here goodness i chose to, i think i chose right <laughs> you know what I mean? like, no I, I i think you did too so no, that's um that, that, that that's actually pretty awesome it's not mine God, let's see how this works. So when Heather had come home, so we had Trevor. Mm -hmm. When we had Trevor, we actually were in a office over, say, 25, 30 minutes from the house. But it was in a really good area, still doing the dog fences. And uh, we did the dog fences, and we sold some, like, remotes and training stuff, too. But it was still, we were very, very, very small, local. Yeah. You know, took care of our customers that we had fences for predominantly. And, uh, again, so she had gone so when 9-11 hit that's actually shows you how long ago that was 9-11 hit i don't think our phone rang for two weeks nothing right and we decided then that the office was going to be too expensive over there and we were of course so far from home and that uh, was your fencing home. fencing company this was all fencing yep you, we were you doing fence? fencing and like we sold dog trusts and we did sell some of that but yep. i mean we were you know, you, you got them from a distributor. We, okay. we weren't, we weren't moving any volume of anything to do anything there, but we did underground fences. What we, I've got 15 years. We yeah. had thousands of customers here locally. So, I mean, we did, we did, uh, we, um, so what made you that's, pick that's what Billy? And I'm just, I'm, I'm digging in the weeds. It always fascinates me. About okay. Business. Sure. Sure. No, no, no. What made good, you yeah. pick? So, so did you have a, a, a regular job before that, or did you always try to be an entrepreneur? All right, so here's what happened with me. I worked for the government for five years. I took care of all like the 400 hertz controls over at the base uh, here at Oceana, uh, which is in Virginia. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did stuff like the the controls up there for the the big cranes that did the motor. So I got to where I was actually pretty important at the base. You was, you're they, always they important, had, Billy. You're still important. Yeah, you you were the yeah, big yeah, deal yeah, out yeah, there at the I base. Mean, was, I, but I was taking care of a lot of things that <laughs> they – so the base – so I got my five years and a big rift came. Well, one of the guys that actually worked under me was going to get rifted, but he had been there about 20 years more. Okay. What's and a, what's a riff? What's, what's a riff? I'm not, uh, I'm not that means that basically a government cuts a bunch of people. Okay. And he got caught in that. Okay. Um, so, you know, and this was somebody that was not going to make it on the outside. It was He was going to struggle a lot more. He was very, very smart. He just didn't have a lot of, a lot of confidence to make a long story short i've been there five years let me tell you and at that place there at least 20 percent of the people did at least 80 percent of the work right you know you had people that didn't work all day 
And so I had already got to the part where I realized it was going to be something better out there for me anyways. And um, so when this riff came, that other guy, they brought me into the office and they said, look, we're, you're going to stay and we're going to let him go. And I said, well, I tell you what, I said, don't make me quit. I said, but you get my evals or you do whatever you got to do. I said, because I'll leave before I let him leave. Right. And um, he, uh, and so they end up making it. They, they made it work around. Well, then they came to me from the base and they were going to try to open up positions because it's such a unique, you know, when you get into a lot of the plane power and the different things, it's a much different electrical than what most people know. And so the, um, so when I got out, so I started looking then, me and Heather actually went and opened our own electrical business. We were getting ready. I was going to leave regardless. I wasn't going to work for the base because, I mean, they were going to start me at a GS. I had already come to the conclusion. I was watching enough contractors come out there. They were paying contractors to do what I did, three or $400 an hour. They'd be there three days, and they couldn't fix the problem. Right. And so you already saw the wasted money and what it was. So I was going to get out there and try to take as much of that wasted money myself as I could. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I like the and honesty, Billy. Really. I like the honesty. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah that's how to do it. it. Straight out is it's not uh, that, that's exactly what. Um, it, it, I mean, it, it it's just mind boggling. So we did. I went out. I was already a master. I just got to my master electrical, um, and so that's what I was going to do. And my uncle called, and he, you know, so my dad and him talked a bunch, and he had just gotten a dealership down there, um, doing underground fences, and he said, "Man, just just have the guy come up and talk to you." Mm-hmm. And um, so Maggie said, I'm telling you, this is the new and upcoming thing. And, uh, you know, so make a long story short, um, I, the guy came up, met in the area. The area was there had been a fence company that had been peddling them for the last year or so. But, you know, they weren't really going to do much with it. And so make a long story short. Next thing you know, I've got machine on the back of the truck and I'm putting dog fences in. Now, when you and, put uh, those in, would you have a like a. A little ditch which you put them underground or what do you do yeah you, you you put them underground so what that is is uh the, the machine we had is actually pretty genius um got a guy up in new york a dnr i think is the name of the company mm-hmm. um he had made a back then it was a honda tiller and you would buy so it, it uh he, he made a kit where it would make it so the blade would turn reverse um, or you could do, I think my first one didn't even have that. The blade would turn forward. So you actually, it was a tiller. You would take all the tiller stuff off and it put a literally thick of a 14 inch saw blade. And then it had an attachment that went down and it dropped a feeder blade right behind the saw blade. And then it had the one I did. I liked, it was two things welded on it. So you could run two lines out at once for your pair, mm-hmm. or you could split it and go either way. But the machine cut the ground fed it in and this is what most people are using something similar today it's a little different but uh and so and and that's how we started putting fences in you can put it in about four inches deep got it down as long as there wasn't a lot of roots or the yard the girl went really hard to get it down below like your aerator and that type of thing and then when you get to a driveway we had a saw you would go and you'd run your line between and you always cut it real deep at the edges so you could tuck so somebody edges and all they're not going to hit the wire yeah and then we learned we actually would put uh your roofing asphalt sealant was way better than like silicone because that actually would seed it in. And when it gets hot, it would reseed itself or the old silicone. Once it got hard, it would dry. And two years from then or after a first freeze, it'd pop all back up out of your driveway. Hmm. And then you learned how to bore under your sidewalks. And then you learned all kinds of little cool things like tying a piece of tying your wire to a piece of PVC, um, you know, half inch PVC. And you could push the thing through the back of flower beds and, 
you know, so it was it was pretty neat. You learned how to install, and I got out every day, and I was a little skinnier back then because I was actually out there working hard every day. Um, and Sounds it was like really you need fun. to go back to that, Billy. I mean, yeah, well, you ain't. Yeah, we say that all the time. I'm going to have to find something that gets me a little more. Uh, hunting season, I lose weight every year during hunting season. But after that, it's um, I, I've got to find something that's a little more um, – energetic but so going back to the fences once we got and that's a lot of where we learned the customer service and all anyways because it was it you know these dogs are like people's pets and so you learned how to deal and you know for for somebody to tell you in the fence business that oh we're going to set it to your breed or we're going to set it uh, that that's like saying you know i mean yeah me and my three brothers are completely opposites you know so nobody and no dog is going to be the same and so you need to treat each one of them at the beginning and see how they react. And, you know, what, once, once a dog learns like that, the fences work absolutely wonderful. I mean, it's, hmm. you know, again, but that's having that professional side of it, to, you know, to be able to look and make sure stuff works good for you. And so we, we, we learned a lot from that business. Um, we always made a good living doing it, but it was one of those things that it came with a lot of service. It came with a lot of headaches and, we just never could see it go to much more of a scale. And that was when we started doing some of the stuff online and all. Yeah. And the, and it's six and months of selling Garmin is, is way different than your customer group now. It is, it is now they're dog people, but they're a little more of your homeowner. And I'm telling you, if you knew how many of them, I mean, these dogs are their kids. And I mean, yeah. that's a lot of people didn't have kids, but they had three or four dogs that they wanted. So, there was always that concern of, is it going to be too strong, you know, or, you know, if, if, if they're not doing good on it at first and not wanting to get out in the yard like it is. And so there was just a lot of, and of course, you know, a lot of it relies on the customer too, changing batteries and keeping the collar snug enough. And so that was a lot, there was a lot of extra issues with that business. And a lot of those were customer created issues, but you still had to deal with them. And those were things that were very hard to charge for them. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's, that's always hard. Um, yeah. Well, and, and both of us have a really strong relationship with our customers. You know, both of our, our businesses or whatever. We do. Um, sometimes I'd say personal relationship, you know, would, would be a, you know, they're friends. They're more than just a customer, at least. That's how I feel. You know what I mean? Like, when I see these guys, I feel like I know them. You know what I mean? And, and Oh, we uh, do. I mean, I'm... I mean, I, I was just down five hours from home and I mean, it's, you know, you got guys coming up going, man, I, you know, I order everything from you and, um, you know, thank you. I watched a video the other day. And I mean, it, those little things like that, it does mean when you can drive five or six hours from somewhere and they come up there and, you know, it's just like, you know, and, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's really, really nice. And I mean, that, that, uh, I had God, a, a, one of my little nephews or my cousin, it was like, buddy. I seen somebody wearing, you know, it was on a TikTok or something. And I, I don't know that, but he goes, there was this TikTok and they were wearing a W sweatshirt. <laughs> You're famous. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. We've got a lot of customers, but <laughs> it was TikTok. I mean, just because someone has a sweatshirt on there, but that's kind of, in, in some level, that's kind of cool when you see, you know, a, a shirt or sweatshirt. Oh, or man. No, nah, that's one, yeah. Out. Yeah, you, you you see a lanyard somewhere on a TV show, or you do, and it yeah. it, it really is. It's like wow. Yeah. Um. It it it, it is cool. And um. God, speaking of shirts, do you remember that? His buddy sends me a text one day, and he was <laughs> at a show, <laughs> and the guy had what was it? it was he a had, girl. 
No, it was a guy. It was a guy. Okay. Well, there was, you sent me two. Yeah. But yep. one of them, one of them had like, it was my, what was it? My sweatshirt on or your hat or it was vice versa. And buddy yeah. sends a text says, uh, yeah, um, his heart, his heart was in the right place, but he's out of his mind or it was vice versa. Yeah. Yeah, he had his heart in the right it. place, but his head was in the right place. <laughs> That's what uh, um, you, you you couldn't do nothing but laugh, but that yeah. was uh, that was funny. I had his sweatshirt on and my hat, or it was, it was yeah. one shoot. I probably could dig through the emails and find it. You would have to find uh, something, but yeah, it was, it was either his head was in the right place, his head was heart, whatever, it was heart, <laughs> whatever it was. It was a good little jab. I said I'm gonna send this to Billy really quick, and I I threw a jab. Uh, no, it did. I you couldn't do nothing but laugh. It was uh, it was quite quite comical. Um, yeah, um, but so so no, that is awesome. And we say shoot. I got good buddies that still ride around with the dogs, the DU dogs on the side of their truck. <laughs> the, a few um, of them. You know, so it gets out there and it's not, and there's times, you know, there, and there's products that buddy sells that we don't, and, you know, so there's always going to be, um, you know, he's got, and so I, I still, I got two of his shirts at my house and I think it still pisses my wife off every time I wear them, but I wear them all the time. <laughs> Tell her I'll get her some, right? Yeah. It's a cool one. With, it's, it's the one with the flag on the back, and uh, I got one of them. I think in black and white. The other one's in color. But no, oh, it's funny. you do 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 some really nice, uh, nice stuff. And you know what? That's what makes the world good. Competitions always good. Yeah, it came to a point, and and uh, honestly, uh, for me, Steve Snell was the guy that that kind of said it to me in a way that because early in the days i mean I'll, I'll, i'm not gonna lie dude i was like what are they doing over there what what about them steve and this and i was i was ready to fight anybody with a, a dog supply company you know what i mean i could just yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean i was like it was just a little pissed off kid in the corner just barking at anybody i could you know what i mean i did and uh steve snell's one that told me he goes buddy he goes if i'm if i'm trying to if i said he well here's what he said he goes if you're taking my customers, then then that probably means I'm doing something wrong and I'm not taking care of my customers the way I should. He goes, so you yep. don't bother me. He goes, I, I, I'm pretty confident that if if uh, if I take treat my customers the way I should and the way I I do, then my customers should be pretty loyal to me. And, and if they're not, then it's OK. You know what I mean? If, if, if that's what it is. But I don't need to be working and worried about what you're doing to try to do whatever he goes i need to worry about my customers and that was just like an aha moment for me which was like dude i don't need to be worried about what you're doing over there now that doesn't mean i don't watch you and i watch your videos and be like damn it you know what i mean forgot that one or that was a good one or whatever it was you know what i mean there'll be times um but Does i don't need to hyper focus before on you it. met me like yeah <laughs> No, before you, Jason was like, "I'm burn him down." I was telling him to burn him down. Burning my house down. Like, <laughs> here's Steve telling him. Oh. Yeah, no, no, nah. Jason. It was, it was, it was a while. It was, a, it was a good, a good long stretch of burn him down, Jason. I mean, yeah, like, no, I'm well aware. <laughs> he had to recruit me from my garage after it burned down. Jason, yeah. Yeah, Jason, you, 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 Jason, you, you never, you've never questioned that twice yet. Oh man! <laughs> All I know is I got on Facebook last night, buddy. You'll appreciate this. Mm. And a memory popped up from like nine years ago of a very specific shirt that's hanging up next to your desk. Oh really? Yeah. The plum tree shirt. The the plum tree. Uh, 
the cease and desist letter shirt. Yeah. (laughs) That was nine years ago. I gave Buddy the last shirt that I had of this style. Was it your birthday? It must have been your birthday. Mm -hmm. God, has that been nine years? Well, that was nine years when I was in the fight. He was fighting (laughs) me nine years ago. Okay, okay, yeah. (laughs) I've been here. It'll be seven in February. Yeah. Yeah. It, like yeah, I, I look awesome. back, I look back. I was fighting with you back then too, Billy. I'm sure you got a Facebook me. Just oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. My Google shit got shut down one time. I can't remember why, but uh, my, yeah, my you, bad. You did not, you did not copy something of Buddy's or one of the girls in the office had used his and switched a couple words. Uh, not much and not enough. All of a sudden, our she did, she didn't switch enough, Billy. I know. Yes, we learn very hard, and I'm not going to say we haven't done that ourselves since then. Um, you know, but back then that was oh my god, he was you know they they were, they were doing these big reviews and videos. We didn't shit. What's a great big review or a video? I mean, we right. hardly knew that you're supposed to do something different to get the organic, and you know, and that was uh, being a very competitive person myself. You learn very quick, but when all your stuff when you can't even find your ad in Google, <laughs> where'd we go? <laughs> You're not it's, even that. Slow down, whole, Billy. Like, slow down. So just so the people are listening, gone. you you were number one in Google for I don't know what it was, Alpha One Hundred probably. I don't know what, what we're talking. It was one yeah, of these products. It was back like the Alpha stuff, or and yeah, maybe three twenty. But it you was had you had the Alpha original one hundred, and I had just come. I I was just there's some history in that with 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 Garmin, but I had gotten one pretty quickly on that and, and I didn't get it beforehand. I didn't do whatever, but, and I gave, gave a review and I was like, man, whatever. So you were, you copied my review or something, the text on the, the product yeah. page and you were kicking ass, Billy, you were number one in, in, <laughs> in the Google search engine, which is you all that matters. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I proceeded to let you know, and, and I don't learn this myself, Billy. I just wanted to let you know that Rob Snell taught me a lesson, maybe a year, maybe two years before this, that I had learned very quickly. So, so when <laughs> I tell he did you this, the same flipping thing, <laughs> when I tell you this, I, if you would have rewind back two more years, you would have been like, I would have been scratching my head. So, but anyway, so Billy was number one in Google for this Alpha 100. And I had learned that on announcement day, you don't do it. You don't, you don't. You don't pull the, the fire hose on announcement day. You let them have a day. You let them have two days. And then you submit uh, the, I co- this guy copied my shit to Google. And, and all of a sudden, now their dog supply disappears off of Google on day three. Uh, gone. Gone. Yes, gone. gone. Start no, over. Start all over. Anything with it was there. Oh, yeah. It was a, you talk about a, you talk about mad. Oh my God. Cause it was, it really was not me. Girl, the girl that was doing our graphics and all, which she was wonderful, right. but she had gone in and, you know, and, and well, which one would you get? Buddy's review or garment review? I can promise you one of them is going to be a little more detailed and have a whole lot more in it. It's gonna, that guy's so, going to yeah, say some didn't. stuff that he wants to say. That, that guy don't know how to shut his mouth. That's what. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, yeah, and it was pretty much verbatim when we got in there and read it, and it was um. So yes, needless to say, oh. uh, that was it. Took us, God, I think we had we went in there, rewrote everything. I did. That's what got me to start doing reviews. 
And so I had to go in there and redo everything. And oh my God, we spent three or four days of nothing but redoing that entire thing. And we finally started showing up in the bottom of the page. I mean, it took. Now, when it finally grabbed, we finally made it back up there after a while, but it was it took a while. Yeah, that was a that was one of the hardest learning lessons we ever did. And needless to say, it keeps you from making that mistake twice. You won't do that again, will you, Willie? <laughs> no, yeah, no, I can tell you, I don't do that. I I, after I got, I, I, I went through the same thing. Right I, I, I don't know. If mine was a DC fifty. I don't know which one it was. Same thing. I had, I had didn't have the product. I had copied Gundog Supply, their review, their <laughs> stuff, and same thing. I'm like, bah, 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 and, and and I mean, I took notes, Billy. I I played their book to a T. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you learn not. Because I'm a really reflective guy, right? I'm like, they didn't do it on day one. They didn't do it on day two because they knew. They they were in it for the long haul. They did it on day three. About the time you start relaxing, you're like, dude, I'm on the top of the page of Google. And then one day. we were so excited we were. (laughs) And here comes Buddy with his big freaking balloon popper. And and I didn't know. I mean, I I had to figure. You have to figure it out because you don't know. You're just like, this is a mistake. This is a mistake. Hey, look this up. <laughs> Call on your buddy. Can you just right. search this you know, and see if I show up anywhere in Google? No, nowhere, buddy. Not not a not a page one, not a page two, not a page three. Google does not exist. They don't You're like the exist. eight O on the oh. Google page. Yeah, it hurt. It hurt, oh, yes. Billy. No. Well, let, let's talk about another good one. Now, this is one that people probably have just about forgotten about. Uh-oh. Not completely. How about the notorious original, much better than the one today, Alpha 300? <laughs> it was the 200. The 200. <laughs> oh, it was the 200. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah the Alpha 200. I should have done a 300. Oh, that was a chess move. Lord. That was like yeah, yeah, chess master stuff, hey, man. Hey, I almost took it, but I can say that uh, there would be no excuse now because – we knew where the repercussions right. were back in the other. I've thought about yeah, it. I'm like, I, I wonder if I can do a, I wonder if I can just shoot it quickly. <laughs> like, I'm going to shoot an Alpha 400 right now. <laughs> it's like, right. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know anything. I could totally do a video. Shit. Garmin is still going to look at me like, cut it out, buddy. <laughs> cut that yeah, shit I out. Think, I think we, yeah, I think we launched a 200. It still took two days for an override <laughs> up, buddy. Buddy's original we still post from five years earlier. <laughs> original product. <laughs> that was the intent, uh, Billy. Uh, that was oh, the that, that was, was the on shot. purpose. I don't know how That's many crazy. people. I don't know how many people. When I recorded that Alpha Two Hundred, it was about the time that the SEO world world. When I say SEO, search engine optimization, when those wars were at their highest peak with Gun Dog, yes, with Outdoor Dog Supply, and with us, we were all. I mean, really, really, we weren't friends. Okay. We LC used to be, yeah. LC used to be up there at yeah. that time too. Yeah. LC was another one. Yes. Exactly. Like, so we, and we weren't friends at this time. We were all sitting in behind our keyboards, trying to cut each other down. You know what I mean? Especially on Google. You know what I mean? If there was a fight, the fight was Google. Like that's where we really, and still to this day, that, that, that's, that is the fight. No, like it if, is. If, I mean, it's if, not, yeah. If I get off this podcast, I need to check my Google results and be like, I'm under, <laughs> I don't know where we are because I don't watch it as much as I used to. We're, we're, I'm comfortable enough that I'm like, yeah, I can tell everybody's kind of laxed off of it a little bit. We still do the work, but we are not hyper-focused on it like we used to be. Um, but 
Yeah, it's hard to be as hyper-focused, and we have a much more dedicated customer base than we did back then. Back then, we were working everything we could do to grow it. Yeah, yeah. We, um, we needed to because we didn't have anybody else. We were like, you got to find us. Buy it no, us. We, we did not. But, yeah, that that April Fool's video, um, <laughs> there was two parts. One was to joke and have fun, and we did. We had a lot of fun, and... But boy, we pissed some. Y'all did. We pissed some. Yeah, y'all did. We're over here. We're over here getting people to call us. Going, uh, I want to cancel my order. I'm like, <laughs> um, well, ma'am, uh, can I ask you why? Well, uh, well, you didn't see. There's a new Alpha 200 out, and DU Supply has it. I'm like, oh my god. I said, ma'am, I said, do me one favor before you cancel your order. I want you to go back and I want you to watch that video a little more closely <laughs> and remember april fools was uh just a couple of days ago <laughs> dude oh, we still Lord, get phone dude, calls i'm telling you billy <laughs> i still get phone calls about the radar and the what was the, the track that was the second one like the oh, track it, analyzer it, it, it tell you if the dog was taking a shit oh i remember that, that dude was... i'm not kidding like <laughs> most recent one i can think of was probably i'm gonna say about six months ago but yes Still get phone calls about it. Oh, that was such a fun. And yeah, and, and, that and that's, genius. I will say that's the one thing that I had all the things ever. I'm still jealous about that. I didn't do. <laughs> I don't know that's, how we came up with it. I don't know. It was one of them things. It was like, that was that, that one moment that uh, was like, Oh man. And oh, anybody has seen it. I mean, they painted the thing a different color and, Oh, it was, uh, oh no, if you didn't really just pay attention and listen to what they said, the video looked real, the product looked real. We started you had to it really off. get down and start reading it. We, we really started it off, and I, and I intentionally was like, we got to start it off believable. And then we, once we get them hooked, you know, you're, you're a fisherman, Billy. You know, then we can roll. Like, oh, set that hook. <laughs> and then we're going to go crazy with it. You know what I mean? And I, I'm surprised how many people. Damn near got to the end. So some we had some people mad at us, Billy. They were like, "What do you mean it's a joke? <laughs> like, it's a joke? Like, um, oh, I, yeah, I'm telling you, not as mad as the ones that wanted to cancel their order because we didn't have the product. <laughs> well, well, it's never good when Garmin's the first phone call of the morning. Oh man, that hundred oh, percent. Our phones <laughs> rang, so our phones turn on at seven thirty. And I'm, I'm talking yeah. 7.31, the phone's ringing, and I, I look, and it's Garmin. And I'm like, oh, oh. Because like, I didn't tell Garmin anything. I knew this is one of them things where you're like, ah, they're going to tell me to cut it out. Like, they're going to tell me no, right? So I was like, I'm going to ask for forgiveness on this one and not yep. permission. Because, you know what I mean? I don't know what they're going to say. And I knew if it ran up the chain somehow or whatever, that they're going to be like, yeah, probably not, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, dude, if I don't know anything, whatever, I'm just going to. I'm just going to send it. Nice. <laughs> and their phones were blowing up from customers that were trying to order the 200. They were so uh, mad on at On East us. Coast time. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they had to wait. They like, had three like, hours. Honestly, you guys had three hours before we opened. You, know, you guys were... <laughs> What? Oh, it was. No, our phone. I'm telling you, at the end of the day, I can remember. I can remember. I think Heather was more mad. I mean, you know, and everybody was blowing up. I, all I can sit there and go is, <coughs> God damn, I wish I'd have thought of that. That was literally, I still to this day. Uh, back, I mean, that was back when really, it's so much easier to get away with something. And we were so new into it. And I, yeah. that was, I'd say that was probably one of the smartest things you did as far as getting people to know who DU Supply was. It was a turning point. There was there was two 
critical turning points in, in W's career. One was the DC 40 and that was not a fun event. That was, I was mad about the, the performance of the DC forties. That was a, a good turning point for me where I was really honest with my customers when it was not safe to be honest with them. You know what I mean? Like as far as the technology and what, you know, the problems, you know what I mean? Like me and you both now, like, like the 15 X's we're going to tell people, man, there's been some serious problems with some of the 15 X's, the mini colors. There's just been problems. And, and we're honest with our customers to be like, man, I'm not sugarcoating anything. Um, it wasn't safe on the DC. I mean, it, it, yeah, no. And I mean, and we didn't and at the time. I mean, like, I think you were the same way. We didn't have thirties and we didn't, you know, it was, uh, or we had just started, you could still buy DC 30 combos, and you could buy the 40s. And when the 40s first came out, I mean, we were just having a lot of issues with them. Yeah. And um, you remember there was six months, there was six months of a batch. I tell you how bad the bad batches <laughs> were in the 40s was when we started taking trade-ins when the 50s came out. I almost quit taking 40s overall. And then I got to yeah. where I said, well, if we just quit taking the ones that look like they're new. Right. We'll be okay. Because yeah. as long as they had been used. And we still take in trade-ins for 40s a day. Yeah. And guess what? That's the most – the ones that have been out there, well, if they had been out there being used for a year, they were fine. Yep. They're they're incredible. But there was just – there was component issues at a couple of them. And, I, you know, it just uh, – man, there was six months of product that was just like – and, I, I mean, I literally can remember people getting – coming in and buying a, a handheld and $10 – and we would have swapped eight of them out within the first three weeks. I mean, they yeah. we were trying to send the new looking ones in the mail, and they I, were dying. They'd be dead on uh, the the the. I'm, the I'm not gonna lie, Billy. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't have those problems because I I called everybody that bought a DC40 back, and I told them I said, "You don't want this. I want to sell you a DC30." Like I, I hand called oh, my, my whole God. list of DC40s, um, and that was one of those, one of those identifying moments for w that i was like do, do you remember when they said they were going to do they were discontinuing the 30s and at one time it got up where people <laughs> were willing to pay yeah god damn an extra hundred dollars for a dc 30 collar because they didn't want a 40 yeah i i had guys like hey buddy what about if we go buy at the time and this was early in the days. So he's like, what if we bought a hundred of them? And, and I was like, Oh, a hundred. That's a lot. You know what I mean? Maybe we could, he's like, well, we could buy them and then we could wait. We could sell them for two forty or whatever. You know, I, mean, I don't remember. I think DC thirties were selling for like one sixty eight, somewhere in there. You know what I mean? Like back in, I'm going to hurt feelings. Now people are going to realize <laughs> what they used to pay for callers. And at the time yeah, there was discussions about buying a bunch, sitting them in a closet for six months and then taking them out like gold and being like, okay, we'll sell them for two fifty. And I didn't want to do that, but I've had I had people approach me that were trying to use me, my my business to do that. You know what I mean? To be able to say, hey, I I'll buy these collars if you can sell them later for a profit, and we'll split the blah blah blah. You know, it was it was basically a money making scheme, and I didn't do it. You know, but um, I remember some of those discussions around that time you're talking about that the DC forties we're going to be it. And people still wanted the DC thirties. They did. Oh, there, there was a, there was a big stretch of it. And, uh, and then thank God, which a lot of it was, you remember that was where a lot of the antennas and stuff like that started being produced. Cause mm -hmm. one of the major issues from the get go was the antenna on the 40, which was instead of copper for the coil, 
it was steel and it was corroding really, really quick in these wet conditions. Yeah. And so all of a sudden you couldn't track the collar. That was one. And then the other one was the one where they were just dying. Yeah. And the combination of the two, um, man, it was just, it, it was again, thank God we were in a business at the time that was service oriented. And, you know, I mean, I, I shoot, I couldn't have bought any collars back then either. Cause I, hell, everything we had extra was in the inventory to send back to Garmin. Yeah. You know, that was your warranty stuff. And, uh, it's, Those were the identifying moments in our business that we really grew. You know what I mean? And and it was because, and I don't want to say because of mistakes, but because of the learnings from Garmin on these early products, because these are all early products for the dog market for for Garmin. You know what I mean? Like these these mistakes, you know, using copper for these antennas, using steel. You know what I mean? Like those things happen. But we were able, yeah, we were able to attach ourselves to the customer side and take care of the customer and walk them through the process, whether it was education, teaching them, backing them up, whatever it was, you know, there was, there was things that the customers needed, um, that, uh, you know, other companies weren't doing, you know what I mean? They were all old school, you know what I mean? Just kind of like, yeah, well, whatever, just follow these da da da. And we were kind of more hands-on and and i think that's what really made our brands stand out well and i mean and we still are to this day i mean that's we we talk all the time and you know matter of fact i'll I'll, we were talking about it yesterday but I'll, i'll i'll do a story and this is you know one of the biggest irks i ever had early like that was it was a dc 50 collar the 50s had just come out right and so we're in there and of course we're really busy and the calls are coming in and i get a phone call from a guy and he asked for for me particular and so I get over there and he said, man, I just got this DC 50 collar in. And he said, I can't get it to upload to my handheld. Yeah. And so I talked to him for a second and, you know, I, I kind of had something on. So I said, uh, you know, I asked him first what color the collar strap was and it was stock. So I knew it was a really good chance. Now that was not us because yeah. we typically change them all. And uh, I said, uh, I said, why don't you purchase this from? He said, oh, I got it from Cabela's. I said, well, why are you calling me? <laughs> and he said, oh, well, because I called you about three weeks ago for something else, and you were really helpful, and, you know, you walked me through and got me. And I said, well, why in the hell did you go to Cabela's to buy your collar then? And right. you could tell it was like a blank. And I'm like, you know, we're, we're small. And even back then, we were really – so we don't have the manpower to be able to service everybody that buys a Garmin product. Yeah. At the end of the day, that service is something that you get when you buy from us. And it really did. It irked me. But I will tell you this, that guy is still a customer to this day. And he realized the value at that time. And that's one of the things you got to remember, you know, when you do go to a box store, you go get something, you do lose that dealer that's, that is, um, you know, out there that's going to help you walk you through that product when there's a problem or get you a product a lot quicker uh, when something dies. And, you know, so that's, that's something that we build ourselves on. And really at the end of the day, that has just as much to do with our growth you know, as, as anything else. And, you know, we want to make sure y'all are happy. We understand we use the product and I know how it is. If it's the middle of hunting season, I have two collars die. Guess what? You know, I, most people don't have the money to go spend and buy two new collars to wait for two more for to come back from, you know, come back from the manufacturer three weeks later. It's just, it doesn't work that way. And we understand that. And that's one of the things that's, that's helped us grow. So, yeah. You know, that's what we always say. And, and and if you do get one from a smaller dealer, just make sure they're going to help you through it and service that. And there's plenty of them out there that do. And that that's that's still that's 
that's the most important part is making sure that you're going to have that extra service with that product because this is a service oriented product which isn't always the case in retail products but that's that's why again it's very very important to, to think about where you purchase these things and and one of the benefits you know like like i said i know and not to go back on the 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 small dealer big dealer whatever you know what i mean like there's there some we made some people mad on the whatever first one but one of the major we benefits, gotta give a shout out to somebody in a second <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah oh yeah <laughs> Summer, your apologies coming, yeah, Summer. summer. Sorry. Yeah, Stay yeah. tuned. Oh, yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Um, but yeah, uh, you feel like my wife's in the room. Don't you forget to give her an apology, okay? Don't forget. Yeah. Um, Jason, you, you it is. Your but before we get Jesus, to the apology sweetheart. part, because I, I, there's always an apology in my but podcast. He has an apology Sometimes there's two or three. Like this one's got a couple. <laughs> we're just, I almost forgot that we got apologies coming. Anyways. Um, yeah. The other thing I was thinking about was we are really, I was going to say a big deal, but I can't say that. Right. But we have a really deep connection with our customers. And so a lot of times we have this ability to see problems before anybody else does. Meaning we'll, we'll have a customer call us and be like, Hey, what's what this is doing this. And we can look at it. We know the system well enough because we use it ourselves. They were like, that's not right. That's a software issue. You know what I mean? Like that's, that shouldn't be doing that. And also you'll find it that typically it's me or buddy. There's very often times that we find there's problems or we're the first ones to do because our customer base is the one that typically get. Yeah. Um, you know, that's something else that even bothers us with this is, you know, now there's a huge chunk of them out there that the majority of them, we're not going to hear of the problems or be able to walk through. And, and I do pray there are none. Again, I, I just go back to the TT25. We have been very happy with it. Um, yes. I, so I'm not going to say, and hopefully for a change, this is a foolproof and every, every one of them is great. But there'll be some know, software problems. Like, like there's going to be oh, something I'm, that, that, like it, it, I've never seen anything. Good. I pray not. I pray not. I swear. Yeah, I think it's going to be one of the best. I, I, I really do. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really. I, I agree with that. Excited a with percent. it. I do. Um, but to say that I don't expect something that's going to happen after the, you know, once you scale it and it gets more and more and more people that that get them, and the, the truth is, is, and this is what we're we were most upset about and, and a, a single part of the equation is I know with me and you, there's hundreds of customers, if not close to a thousand that right away have a good deep connection with us that when they see something, we have a thousand voices willing to, to give us a shout and be like, Hey, this is what I'm seeing or whatever. You know what I mean? And so that's just a huge metrics for us to learn you know, and, and see things like, like right now on the 300, you know I mean? I don't know if you've seen that training issue where, where you turn it off, turn it back on a certain settings, it adds dogs on it. You know what I mean? Like there's these, yeah, you know, then, they, they, then they just get that fixed. Yeah, it's coming. Um, okay. Okay. Or it's in the process. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're working on it. Um, but you know what I mean? Those are things that we can see because customers get a hold of us and, and I know when we call, you know, you call tech support and, and they don't know Garmin, you know, it used to be the joke back in the DC 40 days, 
and I always joke, it, it was like Garmin had this line that they would give every customer like, oh, this is the first time I've heard of that. You know what I mean? Like that was, that was what they <laughs> oh, told my Lord. everybody. Well, knowing damn well that you had called them up there five times. <laughs> right. Everybody called, they called them. And so it used to be a really big, now I will say they've gotten much much better at that but yeah. that for years was the line it was a no, line i haven't heard of that i haven't heard of it in a long time but but that was weren't you the one i talked to you two days ago i'm pretty sure you heard <laughs> yeah, of it exactly. not, I, oh, I was talking God. to you and told yeah. you about this problem two days ago so don't tell me <laughs> you're like and that's the hard part for me and billy because uh, we'll call them out we'll be like i know it's not dude because i i promise you this isn't the first time and you're just you're just reading out of a book right now and i wish you wouldn't do that um and that's just yeah no <laughs> Yeah. And they've got, and they have a handful of guys over there too, and girls. They, I mean, they've got a mm-hmm. group over there that have been with them a long time. Yeah, that are really good. But unfortunately, they're so big. Yeah. You know, for every person with a lot of experience, you're getting two or three <clears throat> that they're new and they're having to read or they're having to go get the information from somebody else. So, yeah. where in our office everything's much tighter, and typically these guys that are talking on the phone with you every day already know how to fix it or know what the problem is, and yes. you know, and and. It's uh, and that's 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 really the the difference is you're 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 getting people that use it and you know and we're we're not perfect by no means and we don't have all the answers for everything and unfortunately sometimes there's just no answer other than getting you swapped out but that is one thing we're here no matter how bad the product and you know we we we're talking about this too is you know y'all sometimes we get customers call up and they're pissed off at us. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we don't manufacture it. All we can do is make it as good as possible and take care of the problems when they're there and try to get you new product in your hand if that's what needs to be. And so it's we're there with you. If you think y'all are frustrated, trust me, we're the ones getting the phone calls when there are problems. We're way more frustrated than you are. And yeah. it's, it is hard for that aspect. Um, you know, and like you said, for, you know, sometimes you only remember the bad. A lot of it's really good, too. And you do got to remember this and you got to give Garmin a credit. The fact is that they're still producing something that we need. They have changed the industry in a whole. I could never go back to beep beep collars. I don't know what the hell I'd do. I'd have to get a whole different set of dogs. I mean, I just couldn't do it. I've said and so, really that I want to do, I, I think we should do a in, in this week for me and you is probably not the week to do it, but a Garmin appreciation hunt, which I think everybody should do it. So they should go a week. Put your dog collars on and and put your handheld in the truck and don't touch it for the whole hunt you know what i mean go hunt like like grandma and grandpa used to or grandma but grandpa used to do maybe grandma but go go hunt without any kind of gps system you know what i mean or or put the telemetry system on and go remember what it was like before garmin you know what i mean like i know people get frustrated with with all these little problems sometimes and and it is frustrating you know what i mean issues and problems and bugs and and things not working But man, all you have to do is go with my daughter (laughs) where where she's forgot to charge two collars. (laughs) We're in the middle of Emporium. um, She's like, "Uh, I don't know if that one was sure enough. It was dead as a doornail. (laughs) (laughs) But, but do that with the whole pack. You know what I mean? Like, like try to go back and, and, and that's what I've, what I've thought is like, Hey, it's easy to get mad. Like, and be like, oh, this, you know, whatever, whatever, they, competition or whatever, and other products. I've hunted with the other stuff, and it's not bad. Dog trip, like, like dog trip. I, mean, I, I took those guys, those engineers, out on the snowmobile. Like we hunted, and they had some failures, but 
it was just the same thing. It's like everybody's going to have failures. And if you don't get through those failures, you know, how you handle them, that's what makes the big difference. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's, you can, if you're just expecting something to work perfectly, this is going to be a hard deal. Like it's just not going to happen for the most part. A lot of people have no problems and, and, and you should be blessed, but I'm not one of those well, guys. I have a lot of problems. What you, what you find is there's two types of hunters out there too. And I hate to say, but a lot of it does come with age. The guys that have been running dogs for 20 years. You know, I still remember when I literally the very first time I ever dropped dogs, mm-hmm. I went up to Emporia. Matter of fact, I'm going there this evening, same hunt club, everything. So I got to cook dinner up there this evening, part of my club stuff. And I dropped four dogs and I didn't get two of them back for a week. Didn't have no back then. It was no collars. I hadn't even got beep beep yet. You know, even then that was really, 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 really new. That was a luxury if you had beep beep collars. Right. And they got up, they'd been at somebody's house getting fed all week, but it was a long distance number. And remember back then that everybody had cell phones and it charged you extra for long distance. So it took the people a week to call me. Yeah. Um, you know, and that was how the very first time, so needless to say, the following year, I got my first set of beep beep collars. And uh, I'll tell you how it was back then. It was enough to where my first tracking box was a Radio Shack scanner. <laughs> it didn't even have the nice beep like the old Icoms and the yeah. different ones there. And kind of like a thunk, thunk, thunk. But it would track me shit out of a collar. And so the first two years, boy, that was what I used was a Radio Shack scanner. And we chased stuff around. Well, um, and you remember and, them them long hours, you know, you, you'd have like a, a 2,000 hour battery, like the wildlife, oh, and, you know, um, 16,000 you know, well, hours, yeah, you, man. You had to put a magnet back in it last y'all season. Yeah. Well, yeah. like the, the sealed ones were like 16,000 hours. Yeah. You had the replaceable batteries that were like, I want to say 2,000 hours. Yeah. It was 8,000 and 16,000, okay. I think is what, what that was Johnson. Wasn't Those were it? sealed. Those were sealed ones. Sealed, yeah, yeah sealed. But you remember, you, I mean, you didn't know what you weren't, I mean, most of us weren't keeping a log. I mean, like, oh, three hours here. You know, I mean, like, it was just an ungodly amount of number. But about year two, you know, or year three, you're like, mm, I wonder how many, yeah. I, you know, I hunted about, you, you know, approximately how so many days? much. You, <laughs> you, 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 you know how I figured out every time? <laughs> How's that? Uh, every time I figured it out when you couldn't track the dog more than about 200 <laughs> yards, yeah. you know, you're on full power and he comes out with something else. You're like, Ooh, Ooh. But I always used my collars were back then. They were the wildlife, uh, beagle collars yeah. with that one battery. And so I got to a point where I would just change a battery every year. Every year. And typically that, that would fix us. Yeah, it what? would. That was the, but you think back and then you're, you were nervous. You were like, oh, okay, what am I, about how many hours, blah, blah. I mean, and, and like you're talking about cell phones, there was no cell phones. And when they did have a cell phone, they weren't have calculators on your cell phones and shit, you know, to figure shit out. You know what I mean? Like we had to like paper, pen and paper. Like, do math. You don't do math, like hard math. You could just pull out your cell phone and be oh. like, okay, what well, average, you know, like on average of two days a week or three days a week and, you know, six hours or seven hours, you could, you know, nowadays with the cell phone, you could pop that up. back then there was nothing you didn't have a cell phone with a calculator on it you know what i mean it was like oh, i think probably should change that pull out the box and there's no beep you're like well i guess that battery's dead you've been hunting with it for three That's weeks what- <laughs> yeah we uh now see in our days oh my lord our hunting's so different you got we're in swamps and some of the thick and i mean the things that i remember that would absolutely is I can remember having to step off a hill. So you've got a dog that's out in the swamp that's just on attenuator. Typically, that many is a couple hundred yards now. So it's going to be a rough couple hundred yards. 
You leave out. You got the old wand in your hand, first of all, that great big-ass thing. Mm -hmm. You got a tracking box in the other hand. Sometimes you try to take your gun with you because the swamp was full of deer. And you'd get out, and you'd make it 100 yards, and you could barely pick the dog up on normal. And you're like, oh, my God, did I make a mistake? <laughs> 400 yards later, you'd get the dog back on attenuator, and then he'd be 50 yards from you. It was like, oh, my God, the inaccuracies in them things were absolutely – they got affected by – you know, signal and swamp and how high you were. And if, you know, it was on a hill. And I, I remember you, you, you'd be chasing a dog. It's at nighttime. You got a dog in one block. So you know he's in there. You're like, well, maybe. So you, you, you start hollering. Oh, God, I think he's getting closer. <laughs> well, you'd sit there after a while and then it would go back away. And you're like, God, well, let me drive around to the other side. He must be going the other way. You do that for three hours, and finally you figure out all the dog was doing was laying there. And when you yelled, he'd pick his head up, so you try to collar better for a little bit until he lay his head back down. And that's when you thought he went the other way. <laughs> Shit, I drove around and done that more. Um, you know, those are the things that the you know the younger generation that has never had anything but a GPS collar in their hand that tells them exactly where their dog is. Y'all yeah. really did miss. A different a, a different time, and then before that was you didn't have beep beep collars at all. You take your jacket off, something that smelled like you, yeah. and typically you left it out in a spot that um you know where you would cast it at or somewhere near it. And the next morning you come back, the dog be asleep on your jacket. That that was literally what you did a lot in the old days. In my case, it was three days later, but yeah, <laughs> first time I <laughs> my first bear tree, uh, the the bear jumped out of the tree and took off and the dog it struck dogs all the way up this canyon and uh i didn't see my dogs for three days after that leaving the jacket i they had called beep beep collars on them but i'd That's... i'd hike like you say except i wasn't hiking 50 yards in a swamp it was like 550 yards down a clear cut down this you know creek bed you know it was like a boxed in you know it must have been in that boxed in canyon somewhere and the dog was just too tired to come uphill. You know what I mean? It, it kept running up and down the creek bottom, and I, I couldn't intercept it. But, you know, dogs got to learn uh, to come or, uphill. But, yeah, same thing. Or like some of our dogs, they'll, they'll, they'll swim through, you know, they'll swim through swamp all day long, cross 25 ditches crossing, you know, chasing <laughs> the game, then get one one little teeny hill 15 feet from high ground and not want to leave it. <laughs> so, you. You, you, you let a dog lay down sometimes and, uh, you know, and, and, and the collars help so much more now because yeah. there's a little bit of motivation you can do. Yeah. You and know, you can if you see, see that what dog they're doing. starting to get tired or he's close, you, you haul tail around <clears throat> there and, you know, you, you, you can tell him one time and say, come on. And, and that, that part of, you know, again, going back to what Garmin has changed, you know, having the ability of a correction collar and a GPS and knowing what the dog's doing all the time and where they're at. I mean, it truly, it's, it's, it's made the sport so much more enjoyable in my, my opinion. Now, One of my last uh, times that I had a, a, you know, the beep beep collars and, and it was a, a Tritronic system, same thing. I had a dog and, uh, was waiting for it to come back. You know what I mean? It was, it was chasing deer and I was like, okay, let me, let me get it. And I thought it stopped and I'm like, okay, it, it's coming back. So I'm just sitting there patiently. You know what I mean? Like I got it to stop It in my head. I'm like, it's coming back to me. Well, it wasn't. It was continuing. I just shut up. You know what I mean? It kept running the deer, but it just learned don't say anything about it. And it <laughs> is it crusted the top of this mountain, this ridge, you know, out of my shocking range, my my yep. stimulation range, I guess. I'm going to say shocking, <laughs> but out of the correction range of those systems we were running. 
it just opened. She just opened up right as she crested that hill, like boop, boop, just, boop, boop. and I was like, "Oh, you little bitch!" You know what I mean? But that was done. Like she, she got it, and it was at that moment that I'm like, "That don't happen anymore." Because I can mm-hmm. see if you keep going, you know what I mean. If I tone you, and you shut up, I can see what the dog's <laughs> doing. You know what I mean? Like you, you get to see so much more than we used to see. We just the, you know, the very first time I ever put a collar on a dog this was a uh, matter of fact mr alan johnson a very very good friend of mine still still in the hunt club here in virginia beach and his dad had gotten an alpha or a um a 220 mm-hmm. and dc 30 collars for his coon dogs and uh he had i think he had seven collars total is what he had and so you know his dad went one day he said well i'll i'll, I'll bring him in i'm because i was still bewildered he was telling me about it. i'm like well battery life ain't gonna be long enough yeah. you know we're over here hunting swamp so everything I said, we put those, we put my beep beep collars and those on seven of my dogs. And I'll stare old Dallas is one of the best dogs I ever owned. I think she made a um, field champion on the outside. Oh, yeah. She made a grand field champion on the outside. She, she was an incredible. Well, like normal, we went in there jumped on the hill and they went to the river. And so, you know, we, we just, it, that's a long ways off. And in the old days, and so they'd gone back. Well, she comes, they did a big loop in there and got on a little island out there in the middle of that swamp. She sat on that island, two of them did, sat on that island, did a couple little circles, did nothing for about three hours. <laughs> uh, about two hours from dark, she all of a sudden came off the hill. And um, next thing you know, you heard them in the back. They jumped, coming to the hill, ran a great big old doe up there, and they killed it. Now, in the past, I'd have said, oh, my God, they've been running that deer out in the swamp all day long and finally brought it to the hill, and we killed it. And there would have been absolutely, I would have been, no, I watched her do nothing, lay in the sun for three hours out there on that island. And then when she realized it was starting to get dark, just happened to jump the deer coming in and we killed it. And so <laughs> it right then told you, you know, for, doing it will tell you what a dog is doing great. It will also tell you what a dog is not doing. And I will never, I'll never forget that as long. And right, right then was when you're like, oh man, this is really, really, really nice. What Something was different. Because I was the same way. When it first came out, I was like, well, battery life. Because I think they had like 14 hours of battery life or something. I don't know. It was... I, I can't yeah, remember. the 30. God, it was barely a, a day. A, you At the end of daylight, you were about gone if yeah. you were on the five-second update. Yeah, it was... It 10 was, seconds, I think, would give you pretty close to 24 hours on the 30. Something um, like remember that. Remember that back then, you didn't have two and a half. You had five seconds and 10-second mm-hmm. updates. And I never really ran five seconds. I always ran 10 or sometimes even 30, I think, a lot of times. But it was I just, think you had to do that on the 30s a lot. We did the same. Yeah, but it was just way, like... Because I remember thinking, like, no, there's no way battery life. Because you come from this 2,000-hour batteries, 16,000-hour batteries. You know what I mean? You lost dogs for three days. You there, There's so and many things. that was things. your mindset. Yeah. You, so you come no from this question. mindset that you're like, three days, that wouldn't help me at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. But what the yeah, – We left dogs out all the time. I mean, yeah. it was not – you 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 just – that was – back then, you did everything you could. But at, you know, 1 o'clock at night – and you're getting a beep on a dog in a place that you can't get. But it, it's the thing is very oftentimes those were dogs that you could get to them. You just, you, you know, woods are so different. If you don't have a map to sit there and look at, you know, yeah. you, you might think the West fields over there, but really it actually goes up a hundred yards further this way than what you think. You know, yeah. you know, that old so-and-so path that you wind through the woods and wind and wind and wind and wind, you know, you don't realize that it comes all the way back to within a hundred yards of the other path. 
you couldn't see that until you put a map in your hand. Yeah, and yeah. so it, it just, <clears throat> you, you don't leave dogs out anymore. I mean, it's just never. Yeah. It, it, it changed that there was, you know, when you look at the battery and you look at the specs and all that, it was rough. And, and luckily we weren't, we weren't too slow. And I think that's, to be honest with you, I think if, you know, I think we were talking about this, but like we were some of those companies that were staples before us, you know what I mean? Some of those, those in the hound world, and I'll just say, you know, quick track garment, uh, not garment, um, quick track Johnson's collar life, wildlife Johnson's, you know, over here, West coast, you know what I mean? Like there's all those, all those guys that were given tracking collars out. I think their biggest mistake looking back and they didn't know, you know what I mean? Like they were defending their business the best they could, but, and yeah, you can't, can't front them for that. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, yeah, I gotta be careful. <laughs> I'll be apologizing to all those yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, yeah, I love yeah, you. Okay. Three minutes. Yeah. Debbie, like all of you guys. Okay. Everybody. I, I, I like you guys. Okay. I'm not saying this in a mean way. Um, I think, they made a tactical mistake by not and, and I would have made the same mistake. I'm not saying Oh, you know, there's no question. I would have too. I mean, you gotta remember these people had gotten the you know, they had done very well. I mean, they were they made great products for back then. This mm-hmm. is what we had. That was the technology that was there. And I can tell you right now, you know what everybody on the East Coast ran? Almost all of them had a wildlife box and Johnson collars. I can tell you that right now. I can't tell you that was probably the most favorite setup here yeah yeah um and 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 those guys was i think they looked at it like they had to defend their collar instead of embrace the what was happening you know what i mean and it happened quick you know what i mean like when it turned on that garmin wave me and you were positioned in a really lucky position to be in because we weren't tied we weren't the manufacturers we weren't Tied to the, uh, and we weren't tied to any of the old manufacturers. So, you know, you got to think if you were a company like us that had made a shitload of money on wildlife or Johnson or any of those over time, you know, it's a lot easier for you to go, oh, well, that's not going to work because of this. And kind of the same thoughts we did. But honestly, me and Buddy didn't have anything else because I I wouldn't sell it to us. I was, (laughs) whatever we called them, they were like, who are you? I tried, I called, I begged. (laughs) <laughs> um, you know, to get a dealership, but I had a really big um catalog distribution here, which was Carolot at the time. And that's who pretty much so they were 10 minutes down the road. So none of they they looked at me like I was crazy, uh, you know, e- offering a business. And um at the end of the day, I don't blame them, but I mean it's yeah, uh it's worked out very well for us because when we got Garmin put in our hands and we realized it was gonna be something good we were able to put 110% into that. Right. And that's what we did. And that's when we started making better antennas and started finding accessories that worked better in the product. And, you know, we busted our ass for them first few years, getting things that were going to make the product better. And so those were huge. Those are things that really gave us an advantage. Then when somebody two or three years later, trying to, you know, now go, Oh shit, well, this is the future. Yeah. Um, let me start now. And it, so that that that's kind of the things that we did, did give us an advantage when we first started. And it was it was something we didn't recognize at the time. Like I'm not smart enough. I wasn't smart enough at the time to go, oh, this is an awesome opportunity. It was, you know, no, I think both of us, when we started getting a little size, started looking back, still trying to get them like, uh, all right, now I'm big enough to where maybe it'll listen to me. But uh, you're so right. I, I we remember still sell them. going back to Marshall and being like. 
am I worthy now? <laughs> am, I, am I worthy? Yeah, uh, <clears throat> and, no, but we looked at it and the margins were just, uh, I, I think we had contacted. I would. I don't think I ever contacted Debbie. I think I contacted Wildlife and they were still like, wanted some ridiculous amount to be a dealer. By yeah. then they really were starting to get, but we were looking at maybe some extra tag collars and things that, right. you know, they, they did hang on for a little bit to where you had that extra bit. And, um, I mean, they still look like we we're at us, like we were crazy once we did have a little bit more size and we were doing very well. And so, you know what, at the end of the day, I think that was their, their demeanor too. And you yeah. know what, that's, uh, and, if, and I think the businesses, um, they're, I, I think they're still there, but they're pretty much now in just the falconry and, um, some of the Marine stuff. So it, and it's, um, and again, I'm not like, I, I would, I would guess that some of that was, I want to say hard feelings, but as we stepped up and became that Garmin dealer, you know, in, in the, the landscape, I'm pretty sure they kind of, you know, was like, Oh, you're, you're a Garmin dealer. We, we, you know, they, they, Everybody compartmentalizes. Everybody gets in their tribe. You know, everybody gets kind of tribal in a little bit, and and sometimes that's not bad, but a lot of times that's really damaging to a picture. And and I try to make sure that, like, people would say I'm. I, I know for a fact that um, other companies consider me in the Garmin tribe, and I, I'm not necessarily that. It's just what it is. I am. You know, for the most part, a, a Garmin guy. That's what I use. That's what I trust. That's what I. Well, have a good relationship. And, and, I, and at the end of the day, I mean, Garmin's really the only one that has produced anything that works for what we need. And I mean, yeah. that is one thing that we can say is, you know, they, and, and, and it's not like they produce something and then they tried to sell it for the next 20 years. I mean, if you do that, remember with problems comes the fact that they are still trying to make things better and make new products yeah. and make things that we're going to want more. And I mean, that's, you know, I still always go back and there's lots of things that could have been done with the beep beep collars. Now looking back at it and going, well, you know, why wasn't there a good rechargeable beep beep? You know, why didn't they put a shock system in with it to where you could track and do the others? And those are things that could have been done back even when those were there, the technology was there. And so at least we can say here that the money is being taken, you know, and put back into making the product better, bigger, and, you know, and, and, Again, if, if Garmin doesn't produce a product that makes you want to buy it, you're not going to buy it. I mean, that's that's how it works. So yeah. um, they, they're on a different mindset of making it better. And, and I think you're going to see them keep doing that. And so, you know, I can't imagine with technology and the way things have been changing in 10 years, who knows what kind of what kind of system we'll have for the dogs. And, you know, hopefully it's hopefully it justifies what they charge for it. Yeah. And and for me. As I look back at history, um, hang tight one second. All right. I got to help my daughter smoke some salmon today. So um, she's, ah! she's writing me notes. I'm like, I can't do a podcast and talk. I can't read and moment. talk. Um, I'm not that yeah, good. It must be nice just to have fresh smoked salmon right by. Oh, man. Dude, Billy, Wait, I know I'm, I feel bad. I need to ship I you need... a box. I got like probably 40 pounds of it out <laughs> in the freezer. Mm. Uh, I do. That's one, of, that's one fish we don't have here. And uh, I do love it. Oh, my God. Fresh smoked salmon on the grill. Um, God, I, we just had the other night put a big old, um, I can't tell you which one it was, but the whole filet came in the bag. And oh, I cooked it out there on the Traeger. Uh, God, skin down. 
I think with a little bit of slap your mom on it was what the seasoning was and then uh, something else. And I'm telling you right now, Ed is an incredible fish. Yeah, the way we, Billy's heart is salmon. I don't get a fish as much as I yeah. would like to. And like once I need, it's been a couple of years, I'll, I'll normally just get a guide because at least they know what they're doing. And so I can go <laughs> catch fish because I don't like just to spend the whole like summer fishing? trying to learn how to fish. Um, but I need to like, I just want like a harvest trip. That's what I really want. It's like, go, go harvest the fish out of the rivers and be like, okay, we're just going to go pull shit up in the boat and, and then, you know, fill the freezer. Um, cause I don't have enough time for another hobby. You know, that's the, the problem. Yeah. For me. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately they call it fishing for a reason, but <laughs> good days. You know, and we do here on the East Coast. That's what we were talking about. You missed it, but we are setting up trips. So if you, you are more than invited, buddy. Huh? It was right before the podcast, but I'm coming out there, and I'm going to do some salmon fishing with him, and then y'all need to come out here, and we, we love to offshore fish, and that, that's what I'm getting ready to start doing a little more of. I'll have and, to take uh, you up on that. We'll, you have know. To, we'll have to do that, like so I said. I, as long we, as there's good eatable fish, like tuna or something, I can. Yeah, we're, we're eating tuna <laughs> I like and mahi-mahi to... and wahoo mm. and – so my um, my cat hunting is catch and release okay that's that's with the dogs catch and release other than that yes it's a freezer it's a freezer trip okay that's what i like okay. <laughs> if it's elk it's going in the freezer like i did the moose but fish yeah y'all that, that, that's another thing that we do not now here it's bear and deer mm-hmm. and i do love now bear meat i absolutely love White tail, it's good. Don't get me wrong. We get a lot of it processed. We make sausage and we make that. But um, I've had some elk. Um, uh, y'all got us beat a little bit on taste as far as white tail or elk. That elk is extremely good. Yeah. My boy drew a, a cow tag this year, a youth cow tag in nice. a pretty, it's a good, it's a good hunt. It's after the, the main bull season. So I can go up and try and, you know, kill a bull or whatever and, and I'm really confident we got 10 days and it like at the end of November in a unit that I've never yeah. knock on wood. Cause that it's, it's still hunting, but like if we don't you kill an elk, one, yeah, you're saying. If we yeah, don't yeah, kill yeah, an elk it's because one. we've made either made a lot of mistakes or um, we didn't try hard enough. You know what I mean? Like he had to go to school or something like that, that, you know, our schedule got in, but if I can get three or four days so far, it's been one day in this area and I, I've killed an elk every time I go in there, but I don't want to say that, you know, especially with a kid. It Engage yourself. Yes. Especially yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah. Now we've been trying to get uh, Virginia finally opened up one little area uh, out West in Virginia to elk hunting. Mm-hmm. And they do like a little lottery. You send $10 in. And unfortunately we've not been lucky enough to win. I think me and Emmy keep putting our stuff in and I was just trying to get a hunt for her. Right. Um, but I'm it, I'm still hopeful for the future, but the um, we don't have much. You know, Virginia. Once you get it way out there, but here again, it's pretty much we're we're whitetails. And now we are. I'm where I'm living right now is I'm pretty sure what they consider the number one per acre black bear place in the country. Oh, really? Um, now we have bears. Oh, every day going home. Oh, yeah. You'll they they come across the road. They'll be staying on the side of the field. Um, Heather got video about three days ago. She pulled up one was right on the side of the road and he started flanking down the road in the video and piled into one little 30 by 30 patch of stuff in the middle of the field. Huh. Like, boy, you're hiding good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, uh, 
But uh, yeah, right here in Carolina, if you look, where it's all around the Albemarle Sound, it's just a lot of swamp and big country that they can live in. And as big as a barrel get and all, it absolutely would blow your mind the nasty, thick stuff that they can live in. I mean, it is <laughs> unbelievable. But, um, yeah. you yeah. know, th- this whole area is just uh, – now, I will tell you, the black bear, it, it, now, that is a wonderful eat. It is a – not the easiest thing to get out of the woods. You don't have horns to grab. You don't have – and uh, the one Emmy, Emmy went hunting last year uh, with the temples. We, we, we went on a hunt, and she killed one that was 545 pounds. <sighs> um almost killed dad getting it out of the woods uh, i can tell you uh that was the probably one of the toughest things i've done in a long time uh but the guys did really good they went in cleaned everything we took a ton load of bear we have eaten more bear meat in different ways and it's it is an absolutely incredible meat and then what we did is i took about 75 pounds of fat mm-hmm. and i actually went out and rendered all of that and we made barrel and I got about, it ended up being about five gallons of barrel. And I'm telling you right now, you talk about something incredible to cook with. It is really, really, it makes the best popcorn you've ever eaten. Yeah. But it's a lot of work. But it's one of those things that, you know, we had read about it and wanted. And we just ended up canning them in mason jars after just to help seal them up. But uh, it, uh, yeah, if anybody ever does it, it's, it's pretty wild. And we just got online and, and read how to do it and kind of, you know, it was so much. I used my big steam pot, which I will not advise that because it took me as long to it took me as long to clean the pot as it did to uh, render all the bear meat or all the bear fat. <laughs> yeah, so, I just got back from a bear hunt up in uh, Canada a couple weeks ago. Part of the podcast we're not going to release was me and Jason just recapping that. Which you know, Mike he works my brother in law. He works with me. He ended up shooting a nice one. Uh, okay, we, we didn't we didn't weigh it, but. He ended up shooting two. He shot a nice one and then um, ended up getting a second one. And I had decided that I wasn't going to – I wasn't really excited to shoot a bear. Like I was, I was telling Jason uh-huh. on the podcast that my first bear I killed when I was a kid, and I say a kid, but I was probably 18 or 19 or maybe 20, I don't know, somewhere in there. But um, before dogs, it was actually what kind of got me into the dogs was shooting that bear. But um, I didn't get it field – I field dressed it. But um, it was a nice warm day, and I shoved it up under a stump because I was afraid somebody was going to steal it when I went back to go get a truck and get quads to go get it out of the woods, and uh, it went bone sour. And so I just had a really bad experience with my first bear that 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 meat got sour and went bone sour, and, and I learned a lot. So now I'm, like, super, super anxious about any elk or any any animal, basically. If I, if I kill an animal... I'm really anxious about the meat and the care of the meat. Um, I need to try no, bear meat and again. You, and you should be. It's so Oh, good. you! I'm telling you, you need to. And it's, uh, you know, and I think, and, and you do hear some people say that, hey, you know, the meat will taste a lot like what they're eating. But there's so many farm fields and everything around here. It's, it's almost a sweet. You got to treat it. Most of the bear around here. Now, the tenderloin, we've fried that up, and that's just as good. But most of it, you'll treat more like a roast. Really, so kind of think of it like that. You're going to treat it, you know, so you, it, it, because it can be a little tougher, you know, you're going to cook it down, but it makes some of the best. Oh my god, bear, bear stew. Um, that's probably one of my favorites, and that's where you'll actually take and put it in chunks. And we light fry it first, you know, you'll batter it and light fry it, right? And then you'll put it in the pressure cooker and all your different vegetables. And so you cook it down, and it's something about frying it a little bit first, and that 
and it helps thicken up your gravy. It's uh, oh my lord, yeah, you're you're making me hungry too. I, I missed lunch <laughs> on this podcast. So. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'll well, send you some recipes, Billy. Um, I got a couple. I'll send your way. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna do. Well, we're, we're we're definitely doing the fishing trip thing. So I will talk to you shortly on that, Jason. We'll have to <laughs> we'll have to set that up. Yeah. Um. So so we before, we gotta close this up here. It's it's we're running on two hours, which is a good podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I think we actually did two hours without having to screw up, which is 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 pleasant. From from me and you, on you the still have an apology building. coming, right? Yeah, I do. Got a yeah. I was gonna say yeah. If this one makes if this one makes anybody mad. Um, Tough. Oh uh, yeah. Let me let me finish that. That shout out to summer <laughs> and with, dog with and hunt. Dog and hunt. You she saved dog our and ass. Hunt. She got absolutely, Jason. and she is just as sweet. And I'm telling you right now, she was. She, you know, she had done a nice video, done everything. Um, they talking to her. They do take care of their customers. She's down in Arkansas. Yes. Um, anybody down there, please go check them out. They, I, they were absolutely. I'm telling you, she was so, so nice. And yes. I, I called her because I seen her video, and I'm like, gosh, she's. And so when I told the story, and I mean this, like I, I, I called, I called Summer yesterday. I think it was. I don't know what they think. Yeah. And. Because I had heard that she was, I won't say upset with me or thought I was being mean, and and that was not what my intention of that story was. I when I called her, I called with my hat in my hand, and I think she was anxious, and so she was nervous, you know. So when she talked to me in the first part of the conversation, when she answered, I was I was joking and I was having fun, but I was telling the truth. Like I think she was anxious, and so. I said, no, she sounded mean or whatever. And that's not what I meant. I meant, you know, the, the better word would have been she sounded anxious. And she probably was. Anyways, me and Summer had a really good talk last Thursday. And, and uh, you know, at first she didn't have callers for me. And she did find a caller to send to Jason because I really told Jason that I would do my best to overnight him the first TT15 caller I could get my hands on. And since I couldn't get my hands on one from Garmin because of the, the mistake or whatever, um, I talked to Summer and we joked and we had a good time. And I really enjoyed my phone call with her, even though I, you know, I, I know in the beginning it was like, it's just like me and Billy talking about our early days. You know what I mean? Like if you, if, if you don't get the context sometimes, you know what I mean? And, and that's what misses the boat is if somebody hears me talking about Summer and my conversation with her and they weren't a part of that conversation. And even I, I'll, I'll be honest, even from summer, you know, I guess summer listening back to it, me talking about her when she's not in the room, it, it just sounds like I was being condescending or I was, you know, making fun of her. And, and that's not, a, not, a, not at all. I was making fun of the situation, the fact that, um, and, and so anyways, I want to say thank you. The reason Jason yep. has a TT 15 caller for everybody listening, the only reason there's one person in the whole United States that that Jason will never forget because he has a fifteen caller or twenty five a twenty five, and 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 Summer yeah. was gracious enough to do that for us. And so, dog and hunt supply, we got no hard feelings. If if somebody needs one, I think I, I seen that she had some TT twenties that she got in. If you know, like we did get some TT twenties, but they're going to be all gone. Like I I I don't have any to sell. Um. It looked like Summer might have had some. So if you're looking for that, like we don't have any hard feelings on that. It, it 
you know that I want to be clear on that. So summer, I'm sorry. And thank you. Luckily, I got to talk well, to her I'm before Buddy I'm better giving yesterday. apologies than Billy is. Okay. I mean, all I said. I practice a lot yeah, with my wife. I don't, I don't give a, I don't give apologies well, but I will no. give shout outs. And I will say I will apologize if somebody misconceives something I said. Yeah. That I do not have a problem saying. I'm used to giving apologies, Billy. I like I, I got to give my wife apologies, and, and my wife, she, her standards are not. She's like, you don't mean that. I'm like, I really don't. Come mean back that. when yeah. you mean it. Exactly. I'm like, no, damn it, you're right. I really don't. She'll be like, well, why don't you just think about some more? This don't say that, but like, she, you ain't bullshitting my wife. I'm just telling you that right now. If, if you don't mean it, you might as well not say it. Like, so that's the funny part. I know I got Summer on the phone we, uh, when she called in, and I said, oh yeah, you know, I just said thank you. Like, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it because I kind of need one of these things. So I know what I'm working with, you know? So I people, said, I can't People are calling enough. Jason asking questions and he don't know what he's doing right now. He don't have one. Hey, the good news uh, is if somebody's calling me for tech support on a 25 right now, I know it didn't come from us. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's very, very true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, again, hopefully all that is, uh, buddy, I've enjoyed it. Jason, I've enjoyed it. Um, and we'll, we'll have to do this a little more often. Yeah, um, absolutely. For sure. I do. Maybe, maybe we'll get into some good stuff next time. Yeah. yeah it's, like, we just got to stay away from the minefields, and that's really easy. Me, me, yeah. Yeah, it really wasn't intentional. Again, a lot of that is, um, you know, there's – it's it, it it's it's just a lot of that's out of frustration, and I think everybody realizes that. But at the end of the day, we have to remember there's a lot of other people looking to, and so we're, you know, we're at the part we wanted to make sure and do this and make sure everybody knew where we were coming from from the get go. And um, you know, so uh, anybody that's listening to this thing is this this long, uh, we really appreciate it. Um, yeah. And um and and thank you again. But, um, it, again, we appreciate everybody that's our customers, and I'm sure Buddy will say the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So, all right, Billy. Well, let's close this up. I'm going to play that little clip I had very in the beginning. We're going to close it out with that clip. You have a good day. Hey, buddy. You have a good day too. Right. Bye. Bye. All right. He already left, so he don't want to listen to this anymore. He don't want to hear that no more. He don't want to hear that anymore. But we're going to listen to this. <laughs> I said this what I clip. said. <laughs> I said what I said, and I mean it. Anyways, here's the last little clip. We'll close it out, Jason. Knowledge is knowing that a tomato is classified as a fruit. Wisdom is knowing not to put it in a fruit salad. You don't have to open your mouth and dump out everything that's going on in your brain. You don't have to tell people everything you know. You know, there's two sides of that calm thing. There's the people who stir things up around you. But there's the times we go around and we we tell tales and we agitate. Hey, I heard this. I heard this. Did you hear this? And they're stirring stuff up. Be that quiet man. Be that quiet man in the corner. All right. You got something to say that's good, beneficial, helpful, or properly corrective at the proper mind, proper time, then say it. Otherwise, be wise. All right. Talking all the time about everything to everybody that's not a an indication of the wise all right we're closing out <laughs>